listening to Jessica Ambrose and Bill Evans. It's Lunch on the Deck on 92.1 WLNG, Sag Harbor, New York. WLNG. Wow. All right. It's been a week. I want to admit it right off the bat. <laughs> I have taken steroids. Have you? To be ready for this show. <laughs> we have four guests. Five guests. Four guests today. The four whole guests. show is guests. We are literally chock-a-block. Yes. I don't even know what that means. Chock-a-block full. Do you know what that means, G? Full up. Yeah, yeah. Full. 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 Really full. Is that full. one on? It is on. Hey, is this There he on? is. Yeah, you yeah, got to crank is. it on yeah. that thing. All right. So here we are, Lunch on the Deck. We are back with Bill Evans, Jessica Ambrose, and we have a special guest to kick off the show. We have G.E. Smith. G.E. Smith is on the show in the broadcast uh, Can I tell you, house. that's a good day when I drive up to the station and you're sitting I'm in your sitting car. There, yeah. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, he's getting yeah. into the zone. See, I like that. You drive up to broadcast house. Yeah. And who's sitting in the parking lot? Yeah. G.E. Smith. Yep. Yeah. It's great. There wasn't even any traffic today. I, even on 114, it was... Wasn't it? Yeah. Right. It was kind of weird. Pretty, no. Right. But I but I was over on Montauk Highway, right there in front of that little golf, uh, pl- the place where yeah. you hit the golf balls. And the place the, where you hit the golf. You mean Poxabog? Uh, no, it's up way up Southampton Way. Ooh, you know where? Where'd you come in from? I came in from the city, and Ooh. so. Uh, but anyway, they're mowing the, the grass on the side of the road on Seriously? a Saturday morning <laughs> in <laughs> Southampton. <laughs> like, who makes those decisions? <laughs> That'd be a great time to mow the grass. And they got all one lane of traffic. Oh, seriously? It's all blocked with the with the trucks. Yeah, the traffic's been yeah. a little intense. But as yeah. G said, it was a beautiful day today. It's and gorgeous. easy to nice. get here. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I know. I feel calm. And especially calm when I see you, you know, in the driveway. It was very there nice. There you go. So you're here, though, because we've got a big show tonight. Tomorrow night. Tomorrow night. Yeah. He's Sunday at night Stephen the Talk House. Yep. Uh, 7 o'clock show. Uh, we, we call it the, the, the grown-ups hour. You know, like we go on at 7. My guarantee you can be in bed by 9.30 if you want. <laughs> I love this. Yep. <laughs> I'm going to be there. They have another show at 8. We used to go on at 8. But now... Now it's 7 o'clock. Seven. Yeah. You know, they've talked about the fact since COVID that everybody eats earlier. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone goes to bed earlier. Yeah. I think it's a really good trend. Yeah. I like it. I we, was in bed by 10 o'clock last night. I right? like it. What time do you eat dinner? Uh, we eat dinner earlier. We eat at 6 o'clock. Yeah. Six, between 6 and yeah. 6.30. And we, we always watch uh, the, the news, you know. As you're eating. Lester. Yeah. On, on, you watch I mean, Lester Holt? Yeah, we watch, we watch I have yeah. a hard time eating and watching the news lately. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> tendency to make you lose your appetite. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it does, right? It's an it's a input-output thing. And now you're early to bed. No, Taylor, my wife, is early to bed. But me and Josie stay up. Oh, you do? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can't up. break that. I mean, come on, G. Your life talk and, you know. was, I mean, you had to be a night owl to have the lifestyle Pretty you much. had. Yeah, right? I was for yeah. a long time. What yeah. time did you guys record Saturday Night Live? I'm sorry? What time did you guys do Saturday Night it's Live? Saturday Night Live um, was actually live. It's live. Yes, yeah, in those days. <laughs> but it was recorded. But, um, Wait, so Bill, a, I love we that. We did a, a run-through at a 7.30. Rehearsal. Seven, yes. Because I've had friends that I had brought to the thing, and they go, well, you need to be here at 5 Well, that's o'clock. for the rehearsal. That's, that's yeah. for the rehearsal, yeah. which was a lot of times uh, a really good show. You know, yeah. It, it, just because it was a rehearsal didn't mean it wasn't a good show. You actually, you get extra skits. 
extra there there'd be stuff and that would change a little bit yeah, you know yeah. and maybe the musical people might the the guest band might do something a little different but the actual show went on at 11:30 it did yeah. You know, it's funny. I was just listening to an interview, and I'm going to forget his name, but I was listening to one of the smartless interviews, and the guy was talking about the fact that if you had a, a skit that was a total hit during the rehearsal, right. that sometimes it was the kiss of death because you just thought, I don't know why. If that you was got, the superstition. Right. That okay. That if something went too well at rehearsal, at the, at the run-through show that it might not go that well yeah. there. Because they did it so well in rehearsal that you can't repeat that. Yeah. Okay. I like that, though. I love yeah. hearing about stuff like that. All right, so the show's tomorrow night, the early session. Yep. 7 o'clock. 7 o'clock to 9.30. G.E. Smith, Larry Campbell, Jim Weeder. Jim Weeder, I mean, the three guitar players, on. and, and uh, great. Uh, also, Andy Hess on the bass and, and Josh Dion on the drums. Oh. Great band, really good band. Yeah. And uh, we've been doing this for a long time at this point. And uh, it's funny, the band has never rehearsed. We never had a rehearsal. That was going to be my next question. Even in the very beginning. Seriously. You know, we just talked about it. Me and Weeder talked about it and said, let's do this thing. And, you know, and uh, he said, we'll call it Masters of the Telecaster. I'm embarrassed by that name. I would never call myself a master of anything. <laughs> but, um, well, I think culture, cancel culture, has got to shut that word down. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but, we- but people like the name. It's weird. It, well, it, I've been in a lot of bands. Yeah. And this band is, is consistently, we sell tickets. Yeah. And I think it's part of the name. I think so, too. Yeah. Also, I think, but when you, like... We saw the show last year. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've been a few times. And when they throw it to you and you know it's your soul, like, do you know that ahead of time they're going to go to you? Yeah. We, uh, we kind of know what, what we're doing at this point, you know. I mean, uh, I've been playing the guitar since I was four and I've been <laughs> <You're> playing <laughs> in bars since I was 11. Like, so if I don't do know by now... Amateur? Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Like, all I know is that I just keep thinking, what if you'd completely froze? And they'd be like, okay, right, right. not so much. Yeah, but. like that night you were playing with Rick Davies, mm-hmm. you know, from Supertramp. He's playing the keyboard and he all of a sudden just goes, GE. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's okay, because you know the song and, and you know, there's only 12 notes. How wrong can I go? Right. <laughs> yeah. Some people think you could be sued for knowing those 12 notes. I just can't. Sheeran. You can't. Uh, no, <laughs> that's a fair. That's a fair statement. Remember, GE is the one who taught us about the guitar. Yes, he said there are eight chords, right? More or less. More yeah, or less. right. He he taught us all about the guitar. Not yeah. that we. There's can... eight chords, and the first one and the second one are the same. So, yeah, uh, there's really seven. Right, seven seven good notes in any song. So it's it's pretty simple. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, you guys I, I, make it look this simple. This is what it's makes not. you the masters of the it's Telecasters. Not. You make it simple. Yeah. That has exactly. a nice ring to it, though. It's a nice rhyme, that Masters be, of the Telecaster. it is. Yeah, it's easy yeah. to remember. Yeah. All right, so let's talk about this first song from the band. Mm. It makes G- no difference. GE sent, you know, we have our guests send out a music list. And GE's list is excellent. Yeah, you were just saying it's the best oh. one we've ever had. I'm yeah. like yeah. looking at it, really excited. So yeah. the, the first song is, I guess, why it makes no difference. Right. right? Which right. is an amazing song. Uh, Robbie Robertson wrote and Rick Danko sang the great, great uh, Rick Danko. Yeah. What, a, what a guy. I, I was lucky enough to be friends with him. And Jim Weeder, after Robbie Robertson left the band, was the guitar player in the band. Wow. So we haven't played this song before, but he sent around a, a text this week and said, let's do it, makes no difference. Um, and we'll do it instrumentally. 
you know. So it'll be interesting to to hear. But as I learned it this week, it really lends itself to uh, to the way we're going to do it. So anyway, but we're going to listen to the uh, all right. So this is recording. it. It makes no difference. This is a preview of what you're going to hear tomorrow night.
beautiful song. That's some serious guitar work going on in there. Guitar work, incredible vocals. And and is that like when you're listening to that, you're prepping for tomorrow night? Yes, I was just listening now. I was listening to Danko sing because I'm going to play the melody on part of it. But I was also listening to the bass part. To, to, so that I can remember, okay, yeah, in this part it goes, he stays on the B a little longer, you know, that oh stuff. Oh, my God. How about that? See what I mean? Yeah, but he, but see what I mean? He makes Again, it look so it's easy. it's easy for me because I've been doing this for so long. Right. Yeah. My brain just goes, okay, yeah, stay on the B, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's there. Exactly. It's muscle memory. No, I like that. It's kind of yeah. like driving a car from here. Yeah, I always Eating. think of a band, a good band, is like a good basketball team. Oh. When the basketball team's going down a court, a guy's got the ball, and he knows that there's an, one of the other people's over there, and he can throw the ball. He doesn't even have to look. Yeah, he doesn't have to look. Well, he knows he's, that he's there. That's the way a, a, a good band is. I love Same that. Thing. See, right. that is what you see when you teamwork. see you guys. It's teamwork. But that's what's always so like, because all of a sudden, without you guys looking at each other, all of a sudden you know that you're taking it, and then it goes back to the other guy. I mean, it really is when you're watching it. It's... An art for it is really like a. I don't um, know if I go that far. Art. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's art. I do too. You know what's real art? What this man produces. Oh. Right? Really? Yes. You'd call art? Food is art. Yes. Hi, this is Colin Ambrose from Estia's Little Kitchen in Sag Harbor, encouraging you to come on down. We're open for breakfast and lunch six days a week from 9 to 3. Come on down for a burrito break. We've got a variety of hot burritos, tomasitas, a salmon, sweet corn, and black bean burrito. We also have a chili chicken burrito, an adobo pork burrito, and a vegan burrito called the Rich Roll. Come on down and entertain your friends for a private party in the back room or take the whole restaurant on for an evening. Let us do the entertaining for you. Come on down for blueberry pancakes with organic New York maple syrup. Come on down for cornbread French toast with bacon and two eggs any style. Oh. Come on down to Estia's Little Kitchen on the Sag Harbor Turnpike. Give us a call at 631-725-1045 if you'd like to place a takeout order and come on down and pick it up. Hi, G. E. Smith here, okay. and you're listening to WLNG, Lunch on the Deck, with love, Jessica Ambrose and Bill Evans. I love playing these things when they're you're, in the room. You're just you're so slick over there <laughs> running the board. I know. I think we have to get you to do like six more of those. Yeah, we'll do a few more. Right? Don't you think? Red button. Red. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Does it, it doesn't turn on automatically. No, it does. Come on, right. automate this. That's thing. what we need is automatic voice control mic pots. That <laughs> would work. Exactly. That's what you, soon you and I are going to be replaced by AI. No, that is never going to happen. I love hearing that. Never. Thank you. Ever. Ever. Okay, good. Going to happen. Okay. Although, you know, there are these big radio conglomerates that are already doing it. Sure. And on India TV, the news anchor now is AI. <laughs> Stop it. I'm serious. No, it was a big story this week in the news. In the woman who's doing the news on TV in India is a robot. It's, All right, that's just how about so that? wrong. Isn't that crazy? That's weird as can be. We've come a yeah. long way from Walter but, Cronkite, yes. right? There's not going to be any robot guitar players. I, eventually, I think there'll be robot everything, but it's going to be a long time. The guitar is is the most difficult thing that they found uh, to synthesize. You know, oh. those synthesizers. They got them now. Where like they got great violins and great horns and you know trumpets and saxophones and stuff. But the guitar has so many uh, variable little things that yeah. each individual person can do with their fingers yeah. and with their brain that 
it's really been hard for them to get a great guitar sound. I'm glad to hear that, Me actually. Too. Yeah. So uh, our next song, Al Green. Al Green. Um, yeah, there's this song called I'm a Ram, which we occasionally play. I don't know that we'll play it tomorrow night, but we occasionally play it. But um, I just loved, I've always loved Al Green. Yeah. I, I learned a lot from uh, a guy named Teeny Hodges, who was the guitar player on a lot of these Al Green records in Memphis. And um, I don't know, this is just one of my favorite Al Green songs. Al Green was on Saturday Night Live a couple times while I was there, and I got to play with him, back him up, you know. And he, he once gave me a, a compliment about the sound I was getting and the way I was playing. And that made me feel better than almost anything that anybody's ever said to me, that Al Green liked what I was doing. You know? Oh, no yeah, doubt. That's yeah, awesome. the coolest. Yeah. yeah, he just makes me happy. Yep. Yeah. There's a picture of him going around the internet with his face on the Walgreen sign. It's just <laughs> Al Walgreen. He's just got a good, happy he sound. He's got it going on.
great summer song, right? Yeah, I'm a Ram. Has um, Al Green ever played at the Talk House? No, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. He's preaching now, isn't he? He's still preaching? Yeah, I believe that he is. Yeah, he's, he's gone back and forth. I, well, he could, could come preach at Talk House. Yeah, he's a, he, yeah, he could preach at the Talk House. Jalapeno! <laughs> I got to play with him twice, and one time he was doing secular music, and one time he was doing uh, uh, gospel. Oh, really? Yeah, and it was great. Great both times. Oh, I can imagine. Oh, I just think it, there's awesome. something about his voice that is just so delicious. Yep. Right? He's just got that sound. He's just got it. Right? All right, so Los Lobos, talk to me. Los Lobos, uh, another, a real band, a great, great band. Uh, David Hidalgo, who's one of the guitar players in, in, in Los Lobos, is to me one of the best guitar players. Yeah, ever. He doesn't often get credit for it. You know, you don't see his name on the lists and stuff, but he is amazing. Just great. Yeah. This is just another cool, you know, rock and record. And you've played with them. Oh, I worked with them on Saturday Night Live. I don't think I actually played with them, but, you know, nice, nice people yeah. in that band. Is there any band like a, like a bucket list item that you would have now? You mean that I would get to play with? Yeah. yeah. You know, I kind of always wanted to play with Pink. Oh really? Yeah, because because I like. Oh I like my god! Her all attitude. the money in the world, and I would have not no, picked you that. Guess that one. No, no, no. no I no, love that answer. Yeah, because she's she's very powerful. Yes, I, I would love to. She was here in Sag Harbor just yeah. last summer, walking through town. See, I missed my chance. Yeah, no, you didn't miss anything. No, no, no. No, no, no. We just put it out there. We'll hook you up. We'll, now, we'll get you some. No, it's going to happen. Wait, yeah. the phone's going to ring right now. You yeah, watch. It'll be pink on the phone. I got loaded by Los Lopos. 92.1 WLNG. You've got lunch on the deck.
92.1 WLNG. We've got lunch on the deck. And speaking of which, we've got lunch being delivered to us today. Lunch is now here. Lunch is served from the sponsor of the fine broadcast. Mr. Colin Ambrose. Lunch yeah. is in session. Indeed. <laughs> oh. I know. You looked a little... Um, With the sh- ultimate session player. Here hey, come the chef. Indeed, here we are. Mr. Session. Yeah. Mr. Session. Yeah, I man. like that. G.E. Session. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I think that's, we're on to something, G. Yeah, we got Masters of the Telecaster, G.E. Session. Oh, yeah. Colin oh, Ambrose, yeah. chef. Super, yeah. Not super just chef. the Telecaster. If you ever saw this guy's basement, he's got like 800 guitars. Yeah. He's got, he's got every size. Around, yeah. Every size, shape, and model. I a few years ago, I sold 85 pieces. A guy came from out in the Midwest somewhere. Come on. Big truck. I sold 85 pieces, and I thought, oh, that's great. Now when I go down in the basement, there'll be room. There was more stuff. For <laughs> <laughs> the guy time. I don't know how that happened. <laughs> I interviewed John Mayer one time, and he was, had this house in Atlanta, and he, he had so many guitars, they were even in the kitchen. Yeah. They, up, they couldn't get around him in the kitchen to make a cup of coffee. There so many guitars. <laughs> Ours on stands. Well, as you said, you've been doing this since you were four years old. Yeah. But you got some cool guitars. You got some yeah. that are old and antiques. Well, I'm lucky that uh, I'm old enough that I started buying them when they were still cheap. Yeah. You know, yeah. like back in, the, I started in the 60s buying, you know, quote unquote old guitars. Right. And, um, Do you ever eBay them and, like, you know? Yeah, sometimes I have. Yeah. I bought a few off eBay. Sometimes you see a picture and it just calls to you. Yeah. You know? mm. You need me. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. what French fries say to me. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. Did you ever go to that guitar store on Staten Island? Oh, sure. Mandolin Brothers. Yeah. 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 Oh, they had some great stuff. Oh, they would let you go in the vault. Yep. And uh, I got to hold one that was a million and a half dollars. Mm. Can you imagine if she dropped that? Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, that that's where my good. head goes. Yeah. Yeah, we were there, and a guy was working on McCartney's Rickenbacker bass, and there was a security guard next to the guitar, right. next to the guy repairing the bass. Oh, yeah. And my producer took one step toward the bass. Yeah, back up. Uh, no. He goes, no, 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 no. 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 Exactly. And That's had, close enough. He had on the black suit with the pinky rings. <laughs> there you, <laughs> like, go. you don't want to walk near that exactly. guy. Exactly. <laughs> so what's it look like out there, Carl? Beautiful. Beautiful day. Uh, it's a good day to have lunch before you go to the beach. Okay, good. Yeah. The cornbread even... French toast is hot. Oh, that cornbread French yeah. toast. That sounds amazing. That yeah, makes it's my a, mouth it's a, water. You know, it's, yeah. it's working. It's worth a consideration, uh, and um, it's kind of our signature thing. So people come from far and wide for that. Wow. But they're not waiting too long today, which is nice. You know, it's a nice it's a nice flow. It's a, is it really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well. Yeah, it's a nice flow. Yeah. Yeah, and you can always take something to go and take I've, I've been the in there when it's so busy there in the backyard in the garden, which is gorgeous. Well, that's happening. There's a soccer game going on out there right now. <laughs> that's cool. Oh. With five-year-olds. Oh, and, that, and there's, so there's a lot of hands involved. Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, and, you can't and get there's over usually that. a lot of wagering going on, yeah. isn't there? Between yeah. the dads. A lot of bets going kids. on at that. that that's <laughs> I've seen people eating on the roof at Estia's, I think. <laughs> just, there's so many people go there. That would be a nice, cool spot to be right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe not. You yeah. might want to turn on the sprinkler. Yeah. But All it's right. nice to be here because GE was my first customer. You know that, right? Way no. Back when. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So first day I was open, he came in about 3 o'clock in the afternoon and ordered a grilled cheese, no tomato. That's it. And, and, uh, and you and remember that. Well, yeah. that's no way. How could I not? Because he then said to me, 
is that Lyle on the stereo? And I was like... Wait, why Wait a minute, this, this guy name? doesn't talk like that's a question. <laughs> you know, he knows Lyle Lovett. That's right, I remember that. Lyle yeah. Lovett was playing, yeah. yeah. Oh, this is cool. That was, I knew exactly. That was the first Estia, right? The one that's yeah. right, yeah. Emma Gansett that's now going to become Rowdy Hall. That's right. Which I think is a good move. I'm, I, so I, I applaud that choice for I them. I think so, yeah. too. So uh, the, uh, the Amagantid folks will have a, a real kind right. of a, right. a bell ringer. Right. Yeah. For you folks listening around the world and on yeah. the internet. Yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah. Rowdy Hall is a, is a big deal out here. <laughs> Uh, it's, it's moving. The right, you know. the right crowd. Some decent yeah. food around now. Yeah. Yes, in our, in our little area. It's oh, happening. I agree. Yeah. I mean, especially Amagansi, you've got a lot more options. There's some things. We had a add. nice experience at this place called Doubles the other day, yep. which is back in the corner. Yep. And uh, at the. What do they call that? The um, Amagansett Square. Square. Yeah, 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 back in the corner there, and and it was very casual. It Smash was really burger. Nice. Jessica had some vegan experience. I'm in a bowl with yeah. a lot of lettuce. It, it was, was good. No, it was totally yummy. Oh, it was you had almost a vegan experience. Like yeah. a, I will give you the golf <laughs> clap for that. Thank there, you. There well, you go, it's not my right. choice, but that's okay. <laughs> I loved it, yeah. and uh, it was more of like an Indian thing with some. Um, sweet potato. I mean, it was right. yummy. And uh, we ended up running into our friend Anthony Allison. Oh, really? Who was here doing the show last week with yep. us and talking about who's for hope. Yep. And it's nice when you're in Amagansett and going to a, one of those places. We had a dog with us and we're sitting there. Anthony came and joined us. We saw lots of friends. It's just a great, you know, this is what I love about this town is that you just go by yourselves and you end up meeting up with people you're and it's people. just, yeah, yeah it's, it's just such a great vibe in that Amagansett Square. It's awesome. I, I first moved to Amagansett in 1981, which is now 42 years ago, amazingly. Yeah. And back then, Amagansett was like the not cool Hampton. You know, it was like not the place people wanted to. Exactly. Live. And it was great. It was yeah. cheap. And it was, well, it ain't cheap anymore, but it's no. still cool as can be. It is. And the farmer's market's still there. Farmer's market's still there. It's great. Yeah. It's, it's awesome. actually closer to what it was now than it has been for a while. Right. So it's nice. Right. Yeah. So uh, let's talk about your next song, Jay. What do we got? Bruce Springsteen, Radio Nowhere. Right. Now, Bruce obviously is well-known all over the world. You know, we hear his songs all the time. This is not a song that you always hear. No. But it's one of my very favorite recordings of his. And I told him one time. I ran into him on the street. In, not in Amagansa, but in, in East Hampton. I said, man, I've been listening to Radio Nowhere like every day. It's such a cool record. And he just, you know, Bruce, he just kind of laughed like, yeah, great. Thanks. <laughs> but I, I could see that little glint in his eye like, well, good. I'm glad somebody heard that one because it's not one of his best known songs. And you played with rocker. him? Have you? No, I never played with Bruce. No. Really? No, I've been on a shows that he was on like uh, he does stuff like for the veterans you know yes so that's how and i've been on shows that he was on and the interesting thing to me about bruce is on those shows he would play alone okay. just him and he would rock as hard as he does when he's got the whole band yeah wow. you know it's him it yeah. just comes out of his body isn't it's that cool and did you ever a- see his show uh, no. Yeah, I've never I didn't been to either. one of the big shows. No. no, I was thinking, what was the play? It was in Manhattan in the, yeah. in the round theater. Yeah. No, that was too expensive. Yes, see. It's like six fifty a ticket. <laughs> it, like, it was. For the cheap seat. It was. Everybody who said, I, whenever somebody said to me, well, I just went to the show, I just felt like, I'm so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. paid a lot yeah, of money. You're out 1500 But his fans are... 
You know, oh, th 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 that's Die like that's hard. like a, a, a that's like a winter vacation fund to go and see him. Oh, yeah. Yes, and, and it's yeah. just. And they're I happy had a guy to do in it. yesterday oh. that was. He told me this whole story about Bruce getting arrested for driving a motorcycle, and, and he was just trying to be hanging out with his fans. And they gave him a shot of tequila, and the cops were watching. And the minute oh he pulled God. out, they yeah. pulled him over in New Jersey. So the the hat said America versus Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> And I think Bruce Springsteen will win. Yeah. Yeah, will. Oh, my God. Here it well, is. I think that's, that's all in the past, that, uh, yeah. that uh, event. Yeah. You know. Work through it. Yeah. Radio Nowhere. Love, Bruce.
it's Chad Smith from Chili Peppers, and you're listening to WLNG 92.1, and this is Lunch on the Deck. WLNG, you've got lunch on the deck. We've got Bill Evans, Jessica Ambrose, and our guest, of course, G.E. Smith. And G.E., well, I have to say, this is rare that we see you without Taylor. Yes, I was surprised that, that, that she wasn't coming along today, but here I am. Yeah. But you're representing. Yes. Very well, I might add. Yeah, very well, yep. So you say she's got this new song. Yep. We just recorded five songs, and and this is uh, one of the five. It's called Get Off My Ship. And I think it's a really good song. 
And Josh Dion, who's playing with us tomorrow night at the uh, Masters of the Telecaster show at the Talkhouse, Josh is, is on this uh, doing amazing background vocals. Oh, right. seriously. Okay. Wow, excellent. Here we go. We're going to listen to this, and then we're going to come back and talk about cool. it. You're listening to Lunch on the Deck, 92.1 WLNG with Taylor. I mean, Taylor Barton. That's Taylor a Barton. great song. Did she write that? Yeah, she wrote it, yeah. She writes good songs. I she does. Do you help her? I mean, like, right? do you guys no, ever she write? Writes them. You never write together. Well, she'll, maybe she'll come to me and, and sing a line and say, what's the chord that would go here? But basically, she sits, sits with a guitar and, and she writes them. Really? Oh, yeah. I mean, I would think it would be such a cool thing to do together. Yeah, we do. You know, we do. And I help her, you know, like, 
arranged things. And, but she writes the songs. They're yeah. her songs. It's not me. She's got a good hook on that song. That's a I good know. Hook on it that really one. is. It and is a good one. That was yeah. the first one, and, and this was her idea, where we used um, electronic drums rather oh. than a real drummer. It's it's um it's the AI world. Yeah. Yeah. It's, well, it's, uh, it's cuts down on overhead. It does cut down on overhead. <laughs> Uh, but we still got Josh on there. Exactly. And, uh, Less personalities to deal with. That, yeah. That really influenced the way that we recorded the song and, and made it. And it was kind of cool. It allowed me, like with the guitar, to leave a lot more space, you know, so you could just hear those drums. Well, it was cool, too, because his voice sounds great next to Taylor's. The two of them sound really good together. Don't they? Yeah, yeah. They, look, they sound like a good fit. Yep. So um, I know Taylor and I have talked about this, going down to Florida. Mm-hmm. She goes down in the winter. Do you go? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah and we, when you're down there, do you perform anywhere? Um, there is not in the area where we go a lot of I didn't places. think so. Yeah, there really isn't, to, right? To do anything. No. And Taylor, you know, the way she always does, she she tried to get some stuff going, like talk to different people in, right. in, the, in the area. And you have to come a little yeah. farther north. It's yeah. only half an hour to yeah. us. Yeah. What's that bar that and, uh, um, they play at? That the country western guy played yeah. at? We had on the show. I can't remember the name the of place it. Place in Boca? Yeah. No, it's in uh, Hope Sound. Yeah. It's up towards toward oh, to yeah, Cuesta. Yeah. It's yes. like right near where Bill and I are, and yeah. it's um, but it's like right on the water, and it's cool vibe. And I've always thought that you and Taylor would be awesome there. Yeah. So maybe that'll be a project for next year. Yeah, maybe next winter. Yeah, see? It's we'll like, see. We'll, we'll bug you wherever you go, G. There you go. Perfect. Exactly. Isn't that nice? <laughs> yeah, He's we like, have your license plate. Oh, we'll tra- goody. <laughs> no. Yeah, really good. We'll track right. it out. We have William Bell. Tell me about this song. So William Bell is, is uh, another Memphis guy. Great, great songwriter. Um, he wrote uh, Born Under a Bad Sign, which Albert King first recorded and Kareem did, and a lot of people have done. Uh, but this this is uh, a song of his I always loved. This is a, a record that probably came out in the 60s. You know, it was just a great soul record, great singing, cool lyrics. I just like it. Good.
92.1 WLNG. We're doing all sorts of things here today. I mean, since when do we start doing live? I mean, I like it. We're going to do a live Facebook thing. You That's know, so cool. You don't have to tell everybody <laughs> Why everything. Not? It's a surprise. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Well, you didn't tell me that. Yeah, well, we, we can't divulge everything on Did the show. Did you think it was a surprise? No. Well, yeah, I don't know. I, you know, I, I'm, I'm. He cool. don't know. I don't engage in that. You don't stuff. engage. <laughs> if I need that stuff out of Josie, my daughter does. Exactly. See? That's, that's she's yeah. amazing. This is oh. why we have children. She just did a TikTok video that got over two million views. Stop. No. Yep. What did she do in it? Well, she's um a Vincent Van Gogh fanatic. She just lived in Amsterdam for almost a year, going to the University of Amsterdam and I love Amsterdam. Going to all the Van Gogh places all yeah. over Europe, but um yeah. She does this little TikTok, I don't know what you call it, a okay, can series you... of little TikToks about Van Gogh, about some of the lesser known facts. And there's a lot of Van Gogh fans, wow. obviously, all over the world. And you know how all those things are. The more views you get, the more views you get. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. people send it to their friends. I yeah. don't even so, get yeah. TikTok. Got, I don't yeah. get most any of yeah. Most of the views. fans only have one ear, is the thing, the <laughs> yeah. Van Gogh fans. Bill? <laughs> They have a problem with like uh, you can't have the hooked earbuds; they just fall out. You know you can't you oh can't put God. those on. You can't wear a mask. Gee, I'm really sorry. I apologize. Don't be sorry. Gee, a, likes, I know Bill. Gee okay, likes his kind of humor. Yeah, you know what you're gonna get yeah. when you come in yeah. here. Yeah. All right. So uh, sadly, it's your last song. Okay. Yeah. It's called Arts Sick. Yep. What's this? Well, it's a song that I wrote and uh, re- did a. a about two, three years ago now, we, I did a record with Leroy Bell, this great singer. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. We had Leroy on. We had yeah. so much fun with Bell him. and James. Yep. I, I want to tell you something. Be- Leroy Bell made me a lot of money. Why? Because I had my own disco equipment cool. in high school and college, and I played Limited Up Friday night yeah. <laughs> about a <laughs> million <right>. times. <laughs> I told him when he was in here, I said... I can't thank you enough, sir, for paying my way through college. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> of anyway, course, Le- we, Le- he got a lot of money off of that, too. Yeah, Leroy made that all right. He did. He did all right. I have to worry about Leroy. But um, Leroy's a great singer. Yeah. So, so we made this record. Uh, he's also an excellent songwriter. He wrote a bunch of songs. So this was my one song on the thing, or maybe I had two. I don't know. And um, the record was released March 12, 2020. And eight days later, on March 20th, uh, the world shut down. The world shut yeah. down. We never got to go out and play. We, we had a tour. We were ready to roll, you know. And, and, and you wouldn't relaunch that? that now, or it's just not nah, right timing? I think the time has passed. But oh, anyway, so this was a song that, that I had on there. It's, it's just a silly little thing that I got to do. Uh, right at the end of it, there's a little, in my head anyway, a little Steely Dan tribute on the guitar. Oh, really? Ooh. All right, let's so give we'll it a see. listen. Okay. Nice. Oop. Oop. This is what always scares me. But there we go. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Art sick. All around the world, yeah 
the steely dan yeah yeah that is good love that thank you gee that's a glove. great song it makes me sad that you didn't get a chance to uh promote that or yeah, get out yeah. and play it live like that song. but um wouldn't you would you never mind doing a big tour but would you ever just come together and do it at talk house maybe i you know we'd have to put a band together it's expensive yeah you know yeah. roy lives in seattle yeah, exactly. Playing yeah. tickets, you know, the whole thing. Yeah. But he's a great guy. I, I had a wonderful time working with him for about a year. That's a great song, though. Yeah. Yeah, well, Taylor well, found him. Taylor found him. Taylor was listening to, <clears throat> excuse me, maybe like a Spotify playlist or something one day. And I said, who is that singing? Mm. And she said, oh, this is this guy, Leroy Bell. I said, that guy's amazing. That voice is, you know, that's magic. Yeah. So she... Got in touch with him. It's such a cool way. He came to the house. He came, we, we invited him. He came to Amagansett and we sat and played and we had a great time and wrote some songs and boom. What a nice guy, too. I mean, really nice. Yeah. We had a nice time with him here. Well, speaking of Steely Dan, they're on tour warming up for the Eagles. How about that show? Wow. I didn't know that. Steely Dan is the opening act on that Eagles farewell. Uh, yeah. Tour. Yeah. Wow. Donald. Amazing. And, uh, yeah. That's a packed show. You know those guys? Donald and Walter? You uh, the I late knew Walter. Walter. Walter's you know Walter. gone. Yeah. You know, but yeah, I knew Walter a little bit because he was also a guitar freak. He had a lot of guitars and stuff and we had a we had a, almost adjoining lockers in a place in uh, in New York City on 25th Street. So we'd see each other there like when we were geeking out over our gear. <laughs> <laughs> well, Do you know that in 1962 they switched the screws on the... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, man. Here, look, I've got one. That's it. Now we're into it. Yeah. That's yeah. so funny. Yeah. yeah. Well, and speaking of Eagles, we lost Randy Meisner this yeah, week. Yeah, I saw that, Randy Meisner. Uh, I saw the Eagles a couple times, like way, way back when, and they were really good live. I gotta say, yeah. everything amazing. like with that with their songs is synchronized. The lights, oh yeah, everything. Really, and he sang all the high notes on "Take It to the Limit." Take it to the limit. That was and, his, uh, his big feature. One of these nights. How old was he? Seventy-seven. Yeah. Still so yeah, young. Yeah, you know. So he had a lot of health yeah. issues, yeah. but COPD got him at the end there. Oh, so, so sad. Yeah, he's a great guy. That. Those high notes on the end of one of these nights. Yeah. God, that was great. Yeah, no, he was amazing. And, you know, both him and, and Tim Schmidt, the bass player, yeah. can sing, could sing up yeah. there. 
you know, in that high range. So they had like vocals covered, obviously. You know, right. Eagles. Oh, that's, that's were, cool. That was, that All right. Know. So tomorrow night, it's tomorrow, tomorrow night. night. Stephen Talkhouse. Yep. I think there's still a few tickets left. We don't know. Since we went on the air, they there's might be couple. gone. But uh, there are a couple tickets, and um, it's Masters of the Telecasters. Seven o'clock show. Thank you for coming by, G. Absolutely. Thank you guys for having me. You're so good. You are literally, I feel like when they do uh, Saturday Night Live, you know, the repeated host. Mm. You've definitely been, wouldn't you say, our most... Yeah. Uh, we've had been I don't here a few times. You've yes. been here you're, a few times. You're our most re- you repeated guest. The ever, local guy that won't go away. No, you never <laughs> disappoint. You well, never disappoint. You bring a new no. list every time. Yep. You always have something to talk about. It's you, you you bring game every time. The gift that kids get hey, music, given. You know? Yeah. Do, <laughs> we you see the space on the wall out there. Do you have a guitar that we could put up there? Yeah, I must somewhere. Yeah, let me dig dig around. Oh, look at you. <laughs> a ukulele or something? Bill, or, it's like uh, what's in it for me? A mandolin. We gotta be able to put no, we want a GE something that we can we look at every GE day. Something. Yeah. 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 I he like is it. like what Alec Baldwin is to Saturday Night Live. Isn't he the one that's hosted the most? I Alec. think so. It used to be Paul Simon, but yeah. I think it is Alec. Alec. I yeah. think he yeah. surpassed. Yeah, you're yeah. our Alec Baldwin. I, just, I saw Alec recently, and uh, it was nice to see him. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's doing well. He seemed okay, yeah. 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 He really does. He does. Uh, well, you know what? He's a busy man with seven little kids. and He's got seven kids. Yeah, and Ireland just had one. So, yeah, hey, he's two, a little busy. Two more, and they can play the Yankees. Yep. <laughs> Thank you, G. Thank you for coming. G.E. Smith, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to Lunch on the Deck, 92.1. We were talking about Steely Dan, so I had to play the Steely Dan. Oh, you're good. Don't try this at home. Yeah, this is a true professional. Highly trained.
the Deck at Broadcast House, it's Lunch on the Deck with Jessica Ambrose and Bill Evans. And we're back. Yes. Yes. This is, uh, now you see what I'm saying when I say chock-a-block full. This is chock-a-block full. It's chock-a-block full today. We had G.E. Smith, and now we have two gentlemen with brand new music who play together that are from the East End. We have Mark Carbalol. Then we have Mark Christensen and Ralph Carbalol on the show. Yay. Yay. We're so happy you guys are here. You got stuck in a little bit of traffic. Uh, we did, actually. Uh, so Mark doesn't come out here normally in the summer. He, he does have a place here. So he said, I don't know about this traffic. And I said, he said, you live here. I said, yeah, I do. That's why I stay home. Yeah, exactly. That's why <laughs> That's you right. don't see you pass yeah. the Shinnecock yeah. Canal yeah. around there. Locals go. I, I always ask the locals, you go to the beach? And they go, the beach? We don't go to the beach. We live here. I go to the beach. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, not I like, like all the time, like, you know, when you have the tourists exactly. come out. Do you, you have a place here, Mark? And you don't go, come here in the summer? Well, you know, my wife and I, we have a place over in North Sea. and um, Come a little closer yeah, to the Yeah, you got to work the bike there. We're in North Sea. There you go. Yeah. There you go. And uh, we do rent it out, you know, usually in July, August. Okay. So that's, you know, I mean, we come out and we stay at Ralph's place, which is great. But uh, I am, I'm, I mean, I'm in uh, Sag Harbor a lot, but it never takes me this long to get here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Well, it does in the summertime. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Especially if you're trying to come over that bridge. Well, that's what happens. That's yeah. problem. Yeah, it, it, was that, it, it was a bad choice. How far back was it to the circle? Not that bad. No. no? I mean, you know, I think the, the phone told us five minutes, and it was probably seven minutes. The phone is a liar. Yeah, I that, noticed that. That gal on that, that thing, the GPS, I mean, out here, it doesn't work so well. Oh, you th- I think it's pretty on target. Yeah. Yeah. It, it would be helpful if she could tell us where the accidents are. Like, yeah. we were on the way out here today, and there was an accident on Sunrise Highway. Yeah. The traffic was backed up for miles. Oh, seriously? Yeah, it didn't even mention it at all. Oh, wow. So I just turned around and drove the other way. There you go. <laughs> like, <laughs> out of the way, I got to get to the exit. How to avoid it. Yeah. So, um, all right. So, Ralph, you literally, I know, you just asked us how much, how far back. But while you were talking about your history, because we've never met you. So while you're talking about your history, you just mentioned you're a police officer. Correct. You were a fireman? Correct. And then what? Investment banker. How the, no, I mean. He, he left off being on stage at Woodstock. That was in there, too. Now, Ralph, you got to talk into the microphone because it's radio. So you got to work your Wait, way toward the you, microphone. you seriously were on the stage at Woodstock? Uh, not as a performer. As a policeman. Well, we know that, Ralph. I'll explain, I'll explain how that happened. How that happened? Okay, I would love that. Tell us. Let me go back. Okay. So back in the 60s, and I guess it was 1966, um, I was 19, I, maybe it was 65, and I came home one day, and my mom says, hey, uh, I signed you up for to take a test for the police trainee. So a police trainee was a new program the police department in New York City started because they you had to be 21 to be a police officer because you had to be 21 to carry a gun. Right. And they were losing a lot of guys and gals between um, high school and turning 21, so they decided to do this early program. So I took the test, and I uh, did pretty well, and I was in the first group of 25 police trainees. And what we did is we went to the academy, we did all the things that the police officers do, with the exception of firearms training. And then when we get out of that, we, um, we went to precincts and we worked the switchboards and that kind of thing. We didn't go on the street. Um, <clears throat> One of the nice things about it is instead of being uh, 1A, I was 2A from the draft, which back in the Vietnam days made a difference. 
in any event, uh, I stayed there, and then when I turned 21, I went in for firearms training, and I was um, uh, selected to go to the 18th precinct, which was on 54th Street and 8th Avenue. So our, our precinct was uh, 42nd Street to 59th Street from 5th Avenue to the west side. So that wow. included Times Square, Hell's Kitchen, and, of course, some of the nice places uptown. That's a dicey assignment. Um, Back then, Hell's Kitchen was hell. Hell's Kitchen was hell, but it was... That's what you had the Westies and everybody there back in those days. Now, how did you get on the stage at Woodstock? Wait, well, now I got to get there. Okay, there's, this so, ties into that. It, this ties into that. Oh, were you, like, doing security? Uh, well, no, ah. most people don't know that you there know, was security. Bill, <laughs> I think you need to let him finish his story. Well, there was no, I was like, that's what I'm saying. There was security at Woodstock? Yeah, most people don't, most right, people don't know. let him get there. So anyway, um, uh, so it's 1969. All right. Um, I've been on the job for a year, and uh, I'm in the, you, you, when you go in, you go in and you look at what your assignments are. And in the same room, I see this uh, uh, poster, and it says, looking for off-duty police officers to go to a concert up in Woodstock. Uh-huh. Um, and it was $100 a day. Which was, Whoa. that was pretty good money. Yeah. And it was, you know, don't bring your firearms, but. Um, sign up. So I signed up for it along with, I, I think there were probably 25 of us uh, that signed up for, the, for it. And they um, they bust us up there. Yeah. So we didn't see any traffic. We didn't, we, they, they put us up in a, uh, a ranch uh, maybe five miles away from the actual concert. And um, what, what they did is they, so when we showed up the first day, they just gave us uh, shirts and rain jackets and it was a red shirt and a red rain jacket. It said peace on the front, and it had a guitar with a, a dove on the head. And that, was, that meant you were security. All right. So we would show up. They would, uh, you know, say, okay, you just, just make sure nobody does anything bad. <laughs> you know? so we, they really didn't do get? anything bad. I mean, no, other than uh, eat the brown acid. Uh, other than that, they didn't do anything bad. Yeah, well, yeah, but they didn't have us looking for uh, for that kind of thing. So anyway, to make this a shorter story, um, uh, one, uh, so the, the, the second day I'm there, it's... Um, uh, I got a uh, I got a call. I didn't get you know, they didn't have we didn't have phones or anything. But um, s- somebody came out and said, "Look, we have somebody who needs to. They've got a problem and, and they're going to get met behind stage. Can you go back there and and just you know bring them there?" So I brought the person and uh, they got picked up. And uh, I thought, you know, here I am behind the stage and I'm security. Who's going to stop me if I right. wanted to walk up on the yeah. stage? Sure. <laughs> so I uh, yeah I went up on the stage and. Um, I don't know if you remember Country Joe McDonald. Of course. Yeah. So Country Joe was... And the he, fish and all that. Well, he did two, He did one by himself. I think it was on Saturday, and then yep. Sunday the fish came, and he did yep. it. But when I was up there, he was doing one of my favorite Country Joe songs, which was, I feel like I'm fixing a dye rag. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Did you put it on your list? I didn't put it on my list. No. Oh, we might have to play it. Yeah. Well, yeah, if you can find it. <laughs> um, so anyway, yeah, so I went up and... Uh, oh, yeah, it's on YouTube. I, oh, is, it, is yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's... Yeah. yeah. I can sing it myself. You but, can see that whole concert on there, yeah. Anyway, uh, so, um, yeah, that was it. And I, 
uh, I actually have a picture in a book. I should have brought it with me up on the stage. It just happened to be somebody taking a picture of him, and, and uh, there I was. So that's how I met Country Joe. I love and, that. Uh, yeah. You were there for the whole thing. I was there for the whole thing. That's wow. awesome. So let's cut away to one of the songs, so then we'll come back uh, and hear more about your life. Pink Floyd. Who, who picked that? Comfortably Numb. I, I picked that one. I started with Mark's list. Okay, Mark. Mark got 10 songs, and, and Ralph got 10 songs. And tell me about this song. What's the meaning for you? Well, you know, David Gilmour is one of the best guitarists, you know, around. Right. right. And, and that's my thing. I'm a guitar player. Um, and I just think it's an amazing uh, guitar solo. It's like, you know, all the guitar players rank that as one of the better solos. And, yep. And I just love the song. It's super well arranged, and I've always loved his uh, his voice. Actually, his solo albums are amazing too. I should have picked something from one of those as well. But I just I picked this one because everybody knows it, and it's a great song. All right, cool. This is Pink Floyd, ninety two one WLNG.
92.1 WLNG. You've got lunch on the deck. That's such a great song. You know, Richard Wright uh, would have been 80 yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So the keyboard player for Pink Floyd. Yeah. It was just amazing. Our guests are Ralph Carverall and Mark Christensen. Mark has a studio in Manhattan. Music studio, uh, recording studio. Yeah, we have a big complex on Broadway downtown, and we uh, we do all kinds of stuff. We, we work with all the major labels, um, but we also do you know books on tape and whatever whatever somebody pays us to do, we do. Oh, hey, you want to record? Come on in. Exactly. Mics are hot. Got an engineer exactly right. per hour. What do you charge per hour? Well, you know we got a big SSL room that's about one hundred and fifty an hour. Um, and okay. Actually, we just built an Atmos studio. I don't know if you know what that is, but no. it's, uh, you know, the, the record companies um, and Apple Music, I guess, is the main proponent of that. But it's, a, it's kind of a surround sound format that's really? uh, becoming uh, the next big thing, you know. And so we, had to, we built a special surround sound studio in there. Ooh. Came and, you know, Dolby tuned it. And you know, we're doing a lot of work for Warner Brothers and those kinds of people in there. So Nice. It's fun. Awesome. And your first song, Ralph, I mean, we continued, uh, we, we left you at being on the stage at Woodstock. So before we introduce the next song, then you became a fireman? Uh, yeah, that's right. Um, what happened was um, I was in the police department, I guess it was about four or five years, and I, and I, I kind of felt as though this was not where I really wanted to be. Um, I felt as though... I missed out not going to college um, out of high school, and um, I decided to actually uh, move. From, uh, what happens is that the police department, it's a great job, it's a, and the, the guys are great, despite what may, many people might think. And, um, uh, but the fire department uh, is also a great job. My dad had been a fireman, and in the fire department, you can... You can change your hour. You can switch hours with other guys. So you can work actually 24 hours and then be off for two days, that kind of thing. And um, so that offered me the opportunity, if I got on to the fire department, to go back to college and get a, a degree. And they offered a, a, a bachelor of science degree from the fire department. So anyway, I took the test like everybody does. And when my name came up, uh, I switched over. And my seniority switched over. Everything switched over, which was which was great. But... <laughs> Um, but I got assigned, after we, we did our training, I got assigned to uh, Ladder Company 48 in the South Bronx, which at the time, the South Bronx, as you may or may not remember, but uh, it was it was a pretty bad place. Yeah. We did 8,000 runs a year at that firehouse. Wow. Oh. So. Yeah. He went from chasing criminals to running into burning buildings. Yeah, basically, that's right. <laughs> so, uh, so it was so busy in that firehouse that they decided to implement a, um, uh, uh, a program where you relocated to a quieter firehouse. If you did 40 runs, 40 runs on a particular night, then the next night your company would go maybe to the North Bronx or to Queens. And it was on one of these uh, nights that... Um, uh, and, and by the way, be before I get to that, I, right after I started the fire department, I did I did uh, sign up for school. I went to New York City Community College. I got an associate's degree. And even though I wasn't a great high school student, when I, when I went to college, I did pretty well. So I graduated with honors, and then they offered a bachelor's degree at John Jay College in the city. And I went there, and I was uh, just about to get my bachelor's degree. Um, and... Uh, <clears throat> One night we, we went to a, we got exchanged into a quiet firehouse and we had a, a, a fire in, a, in an open lot, which is pretty simple compared to what you do in the Bronx. And um, it was dark. I bent down to 
pick something up from the ground. I got a, uh, something was sticking up out of the ground. It cut my optic nerve in my left eye. And uh, I thought my eye had come out. And I said, uh-huh. one of the other firemen, I, th- I, think my, I think I lost my eye. He said, no, no, it's, it's fine. I, I can see it. So they put me on the fire truck. They rushed us to the hospital. And the uh, doctors came down. They said, well, your retina looks good. And this looks good. And that looks good. I said, well, that's, that's great, right? They said, no, because if that's good, then you cut the optic nerve, which they can't really see because it runs straight back. Oh, my God. And I said, well, well what does that mean? That means you'll never see from that eye again. So I've been blind in that eye since 1974. Wow! When the when the accident happened, so um, you know that so that um, was sort of the end of my fire career, and uh, it forced me. And I'm, the good news was I had just about to get my bachelor's degree, and um, I had done quite well. And my older brother, who was a big influence in my life, uh, said, "You know, why don't you get an MBA?" and um, um, I said, well, that's probably a good idea. Because I, I did, the good news is if you have an accident on the job, you do get a pension, three quarters of your salary. Um, and my wife at the time, <clears throat> I, got, I had been married for since 72, and she was a flight attendant. So, you know, we had income. And uh, my brother said, yeah, truck guy, you know, go get an MBA. So I applied to a few <clears throat> of the East Coast schools. And I wound up going to the Wharton Business School, University of Pennsylvania, which oh. is an extremely good school. Well, there's a leg up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, only then, take, they only take 30 kids in the MBA program. Well, it was, uh, you know, I had a good story. That was, it wasn't because I was the smartest guy that applied. It's because he was on stage at Woodstock. <laughs> <laughs> let's get Dad, real. we'll get uh, you into Wharton. It doesn't matter how real. many CEOs exactly. and the CEO dads Sorry. you know and I don't think that. it's the fire department yeah. stuff. I no. was on stage at Woodstock. <laughs> Professor is immediately <laughs> impressed. In the, I completely in, agree with you. Yeah. yeah. Aren't you right? You could be right. Anyway, so um, uh, I did the two years, and then that's when I went to, well, I started working for uh, an investment bank called Smith Barney Harris. Oh, yes. A, a in, little fur. Yeah. And that was that. Um, so yeah. this is appropriate. Your song, your first song is Bob Dylan, The Times Are a-Changing. Yeah. Yeah. There you is go. Is that what brought up that? Yeah. Makes sense, right? We got Mark and Ralph. We're lunch on the deck. Your own, and admit that the waters around you have grown and accept it that soon you'll be drenched to the bone. If your time to you is worth saving, then you better start swimming or you'll sink like a stone. Or the times they are with your pen and keep your eyes wide the chance won't come again and don't speak too soon for the wheel's still in spin and there's no telling who that it's naming was the loser now will be later to win for the times they are a-changing Senators, congressmen, please heed the call. Don't stand in the doorway, don't block up the hall. 
For he that gets hurt will be he who has stalled The battle outside raging Will soon shake your windows and rattle your walls For the times they are a-changing Mothers and fathers throughout the land And don't criticize what you can't understand Your sons and your daughters are beyond your command Your old road is rapidly aging Please get out of the new one if you can't lend your hand For the times they are a-changing The curse it is cast The slow one now Will later be fast As the present now Will later be past The order is rapidly fading And the first one now Will later be last For the times they are a-changing I'm Luann DeLaSeps. The Countess says you are listening to Royalty with Jessica and Bill on Lunch on the Deck on 92.1 WLNG.
92.1 WLNG. You've got lunch on the deck. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> we have a lot of people in the control room, and I keep yeah. stepping on... <laughs> Bill's cord to his headphones. Yeah, you got to come. You got to check this out at WLNG.com. Click on webcam. You can see Marg. You can see Ralph. You can see Jessica's fat head. You can see Bill's fat head. I don't know if you ever. All right. So last week we have to explain the fat head. Yeah. yeah. Well, we had Jimmy Buffett in here a couple of weeks ago and we were recording. As you see the camera here, we were recording. And, and, and of course, we put it up on our website. It's, it's up on our Facebook pages. And note to self. Don't and, ever read the comments. And one of our kind listeners wrote that, you know, we would like to have seen Mr. Buffett if Jessica could get her fat head <laughs> out of the way. We love your show and all, but Jessica that's, should move her fat head. And that's, I'm like, just, when you, that's just two I mean, words you can lay into seriously? when you call somebody fat head. I mean, I literally read it and I'm like, are you kidding? <laughs> it's like the word filthy. That's it's another just, one right there. Filthy. You know? <laughs> it's just, I was so thrown by. I told you. And you know what? It's the only thing I think about as I'm standing here. I don't blame uh-huh. you. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> it has ruined her Sorry. Month. I mean, I could even stop eating. Nothing's going to change but the size of my head. You don't have a fat head. <laughs> I have a fat head. You really I'm, do. Seven, Why are they picking on me? I'm a seven and five eights. Can I, I tell have you? have a fat People head. who are good on TV, you know an actor, an actress... Or a newscaster. The minute you see them in a crowd, it's yeah. the guys, it's the people with the bigger heads. Oh, they got a tank. And they look... It's a tank head. Like a bobblehead. <laughs> <laughs> and they have the nerve yeah. to call to me say, a big you got a fat head. head. Give me a break. I think it was terrible. Yeah, I'm never reading comments again. I, That's you just got to let that roll off your back like a Well, I was going to until you brought it up again. <clears throat> well, you, you, don't, you don't have a fat head, don't See? Thank you, Ralph. You know, I knew I liked you from yeah. the minute you walked Ralph's in here. Ralph's a cop. He rested a lot of fat Ralph is my people. people. <laughs> <laughs> that is my people there. You be nice. I had a lot of fat head people on Wall Street. Ralph knows them all. He <laughs> went... <laughs> He was over there at Smith Barney. <laughs> on Wall Street, you're going to find a lot of fat heads. Yeah. Exactly. I was like, wow, I can't even defend myself. It's nice to have you guys on the show today. We got Ralph Carpenter and Mark Christensen with us uh, today. I'm not going to try to pronounce your last name. Say Car- it. Carpenter. Carpenter. Very good. Yeah. Car- Carpenter. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not very good with names. I was arrested by Ralph back in the 70s, but I wasn't going to tell anybody. <laughs> exactly. Does this man look familiar to you? Yeah, he's tight I, with the cuffs, I can tell you that. I thought so when he walked up to my truck the other day. <laughs> Ralph, Ralph, like, Ralph I think was, we've met before. Ralph was in yeah. the parking lot, parked, and I said, uh, And it sir, wasn't to put out a fire. Could I help you, sir? <laughs> exactly. You seem to be lost. <laughs> This is a radio station. Is that what? What did you? What were you looking for? Uh, actually, my I have two sons now, yeah. and uh, thir- one thirteen and one fifteen. And the fifteen year old, we um, we signed him up for uh, rowing lessons down here, yeah. right, right down the street. And then he'd go out for an hour and a half, and I didn't want to drive back home. Yeah. And you know, so I knew the station because I'd been here, and you have a beautiful view, and I just. Parked in the parking lot, sitting there reading the paper, and then I see this guy walking up to me. I know, I knew he was going to say, uh, "Hey, can I help you?" Yeah, he's a, he's a cop. He knew what was coming. I was like, like, "Oh boy, yeah, get out of the car, long hair." <laughs> <laughs> 
no, he's a nice. And then he and then he tells me he's a musician, and he winds he winds up on the show. Exactly. Yeah. This is the way it happens. So Next thing you know, Ralph, be yeah. careful. You'll be pulling a shift yeah. here. Usually, we drive along, uh, you know, Montauk Highway and see people walking along the highway and go, "Hey, would you like to be on lunch on the deck?" <laughs> exactly. No, no, just humming, just humming along. Just leave me alone. <laughs> We, gotta, exactly. we should play. You want to play one of their songs? Yes. Let's I would go love to their, that. Let's go to their, their I saw list a couple right of there. guitars out there. Yeah. Well, are you going to play a couple they, of songs for us live? Yeah, we'd love to. We absolutely. could. Do they belong to you? I was wondering if yeah. that was G.E. had left those or it was you. I want to tell you something. If G.E. Smith leaves a guitar in here, <laughs> exactly. he's never going to see it again. He's and got, it's not going on the wall. He's you, got, I mean, you've seen these guys come into your studio. He's got some 1946 guitars. Yeah, it's incredible. Some of those myself. Oh, oh do you really? Yes, those are seriously worth a lot of money. Yeah. No, well, he's kind of well known for having some nice guitars, too, though. Yeah. I mean, but but I've, I've been collecting guitars my whole life. I mean, I sold a lot of them, but uh, I mean, and Ralph has Ralph has some beautiful acoustic guitars, too. That was one of the things when I first met Ralph that I was uh, impressed by. He had so many. Is, is that how you guys met? Well, you, want, you tell the story. So, um, let me just go back again. Um, the, the reason I even started playing guitar... We're to finish the trilogy here. No, it'll take too long, but 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 um, my older brother got a guitar in the early 60s, and he never really learned how to play. And Bob, if you listen, I'm sorry. But, uh, so he gave it to me. So I started to play, and uh, that's what the, that song you played um, with Dylan. I used to listen to Dylan and Donovan, and, you know... Um, I never had a, a, a pension to, to... I didn't have any friends, actually, that had a band. Mm. You know, sometimes you, you, they say, hey, you want to join the band? But I didn't know anybody else. So I've always played for myself, or maybe for the family, or if I was going to a friend's house, I'd play some songs. But I, I've never really played anywhere in, in public. So the years go on. I'm doing a lot of things. Uh, about four years, maybe five years ago, a mutual friend uh, said, hey, I know... A guy, Mark, uh, and uh, he plays. Well, you know, why don't we get together and we'll play? So he came over to my house, and um, we started playing together. And, uh, you know, I guess after three or four times, he said, you know, because um, Mark teaches. Uh, he's, he does mastering in his studio, aside from being a great guitar player and singer. He, um, he said, look, we, when I, I do lessons and uh, we bring in students... And then I have a studio musicians come in. And he can talk about who they are because they're incredibly good. He said, and then I teach you how to mix the songs. He said, do you want to come in and play a song? And just tell me what song you want to play. Uh, I said, yeah, okay, that, that'd be fun. I'd never been in a studio. So I said, well, let's do an old Dylan song, Don't Think Twice, It's All Right. He said, fine. So um, you can explain what happened. Well, yeah, I mean, as, as Ralph said, I, I teach for the New York Audio Academy um, in Manhattan, and uh, I usually do uh, hire some pretty good musicians to come in, and so we had that day that Ralph was there, uh, we had Ben Butler, who plays with Sting, Yep. Um, and we had Sean Pelton, who's played with Bob Dylan and Sheryl Crow and, like, everybody in the world, Yeah. Uh, actually GE, too, because I think they used to be uh, in the Saturday Night Live band together. Right. 
Um, but so the, the band was killer. I had an absolutely unbelievable band. So Ralph came in, did his thing. Um, we did that deal in tune. And it just it went so well that that uh, I was kind of like, wow, you know. I mean, Ralph's got a great voice. I mean, you know, I, hopefully we're going to start playing some stuff of his here soon. We're, we're going we're, we're gonna to play something from you guys right now. Yeah. But it was so it was so fun to do, and I hadn't you know I get so wrapped up in the the business of music that I hadn't actually played much guitar. So it was exciting to have a guy that I could play with who I was you know vibing with, and uh, okay. And then he started writing songs, and you know, lo and behold, his songs were really good. And and so we just kind of <laughs> in, in the play- way to go, the kid from Wharton. How about exactly. that? Who would have figured? I teach songwriting at Wharton. The only uh, you know, could you name another few uh, famous musician who went to Wharton? Um, not at the moment, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That ice, that ice, ice baby kid went to Warden. Yeah. I think you. We've got rights to your story. Yeah. We should get rights to your story. Now, I, I see a movie here. This, this list of songs you gave us. Believe in yourself. Is that? That's one of you singing on that, Ralph. Uh, I sing on that. I thought you might do "Don't Think Twice," but we can do it. Want, Whichever that, one you want. Don't think the, twice. That was the Let's first do it. One we different did. guy, though. That's by that Bob Dylan guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that guy. Oh, that guy. Robert. Robert. Robert Zimmerman. Do you get the idea? Bill loves to do uh, Bob oh, Dylan love, impersonations. I love Bob he likes Dylan. to do just about any impersonation. <laughs> I'm going to say. Went to the railroad, saw Maggie Mays. <laughs> then I said, you don't need the man. Yeah, this is why I'm at the controls. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> exactly. So here we go. We're going to do a little Bob Dylan. Up, oh, down. There was a problem. There was a problem downloading. There you downloading. go. Downloading. Where? Don't think twice. <laughs> there. There. This is fun. Down. Down. Um, yeah, it's not happening. Oh, no, hit, okay. don't think, double click. There we go. Yeah. We're definitely thinking twice. Exactly. <laughs> no, this is kind of like, wait, this is, Bill? You got that? exists. Oh, okay. Hang on a second. Talk to them while I uh, vamp Yeah, here. talk to them. Talk to them. Well, you've, I'm sure you've got something to add to your trilogy, no? <laughs> <laughs> What's your next career? Should we talk about that? No, we're going to stop with music. I don't know. I'm going to be a manager for my son. He's an actor. He is? Yeah, my 13-year-old. He's an actor. Can I plug his... um, He's currently in a musical out here in East Hampton. What is it? Uh, It's Guys and Dolls. Where? It's in the LTV studios. Oh, okay. You know, in East Hampton. Oh, I know it. And... um, I guess it's the South Fork, uh, South Fork Performing Arts. Yes. And um, if people, he's got a show tonight. Actually, he's doing one right now. He's got a show tonight at seven, and a show tomorrow night at seven. And uh, he plays Guy Masterson. I don't know if you remember the the sure. show. Sure. Yeah. Fantastic. They do a great job. <laughs> yeah. Was, Frank Sinatra played. No, it was uh, Marlon Brando. No, but. your voice just went through my ears. <laughs> Here we go. I'm trying to play these things off a uh, an MP3 format here, so yeah. we're trying to get to your songs. Here's what we'll do: we'll go to your list and we'll play uh, a little James Taylor, and we'll oh, figure out what's Willie going Nelson. on here. Willie Nelson, always on my mind. Oh, we got Willie next. We yeah. love Willie. Ninety-two-one yeah. LG, Lodge on the deck. Maybe I didn't love you. Quiet as often as I could have And maybe I didn't treat you 
just on my mind. You're on my headphones. <laughs> Get off my headphones. No, I have your headphones. You have my headphones. Oh, I yes. do? Yes. You take those. Like two children having an argument. Seriously? <laughs> You're like my sister. I never had a sister, but you'd be it. <laughs> I don't know what's going on here today. This is Lunch of the Jag with Bill and Jessica and our two guests, uh, Mark Christensen and Ralph Carvalhal. And right. they are musicians and we have their song We have their ready song. Can I go. play it? Now we're ready to go. So I'm going to play Ralph it, okay? is already so bored with this show, he's asked to leave. No, he's not. No, I found out he's not bored. He just wants us to play he's more like, of get, his music. Get to the juice is exactly. what he's saying. <laughs> so I got music to shell out here. I brought you here. food. We're entertaining yeah. you. We're making you laugh. Come on, Come on. Ralph. What more do you right. want? For heaven's sake. Here we go. Here's Ralph Coverall and Mark Christensen. Don't think twice. 
to lunch on the deck 92.1 WLNG who's singing in that song uh me that's Ralph that's, that's you that's all Ralph yeah, yeah. that's yeah. unbelievable I mean seriously you didn't know you had this talent you were wasting it slinging guns and <laughs> <laughs> that's a gunslinging cop over there on the exactly. stage at Woodstock <laughs> I was trying to make a living that's what okay. I love no. I don't blame you there well you got good pipes Thank you me. know Mark's right you, you kind of have a uh I don't like to pigeonhole our guests, but, you know, it's uh, uh, but you Aladdin, will. Aladdin Wainwright III kind of sound. Do you think, Mark? Yeah, that's a, that's a great compliment, too. Yeah. I think, I yeah, think. I think Mark likes that a lot. His yeah. eyebrows even went up. It's got a, you, got a, you got a nice, soft feel, and that song could play on about any format of, of radio. Are you guys on Spotify or your stuff? Some of it is on Spotify. We have, I think, what, seven songs on Spotify? Well, we've been slowly making an album, which uh, we actually just finished. And, you know, Ralph's songwriting, like, I was so surprised at how good he was at it. And then it just kept getting better. Yeah. And so the last half of the album was all originals. 
And um, we're, we, we're trying to decide, like, you know, do we just release it, just kind of soft release just for fun, or do we try to put a tiny bit of money behind it and yeah. see what could happen? Um, a good buddy of mine is uh, head of the music department at Lionsgate, and wow. um, Ralph's also sent it to a few people that he has connections with, guy that used to be, like, an executive at Columbia and stuff. And uh-huh. everybody's like, look, you know, this has a, a validity of its own. Like, it has a real thing. And so we kind of decided to try to, you know, do a little bit more of a organized release. But being that we live in the Hamptons, it's hard to get organized about that stuff. So it's taken <laughs> us a while. Right. What about, um, have you played like at Talkouts or any of these local places? Well, we've been talking about doing that forever. We've done a couple tiny little gigs, you know, but um, nothing, you know, uh, the guys, all the musicians that I mentioned earlier, uh, even though they're on tour with Sting and all that stuff, they, yeah. whenever I mention Ralph, they're like, oh, we had so much fun doing that. And I know those guys would come back and, and play a show at the Talk House, you know, so we've been talking about possibly doing something like that. But it's, I think we're getting ready. We got a video director. We're going to do a video upcoming very shortly. And then the rest of the songs are going to finally get released but that's why a lot of the originals are not actually on spotify yet though All, a couple of them are but what else do you want us to play ralph i was uh, gonna say first of all you have to be careful with the video guy because they're gonna see how good looking ralph is and they're gonna steal him he's his next career is gonna be on screen don't you think i think so i see and, you I, as, and i think you need an attorney and william I, howard <laughs> evans the third esquire <laughs> Uh, we'll be glad over here in an agent to help you out because Lord knows I've dealt with agents. I don't think my you've had enough life. careers. I've had so. enough. Yeah, Ralph, you need one more career, huh? Right. I need another career. So, so, Ralph, did you happen to? I mean, just for our purposes here, did you happen to write any of these songs in our parking lot while you were out there in the car? I, I didn't actually write them, but I was thinking about it. You were. Then we would just like a little credit yeah, on absolutely. that. Phil, yeah. Phil, he's looking for his cut. Wrote, wrote, okay. No, I don't want to cut. And Talk to me about us, the next yeah, song. Yeah, we want to hear next. Because uh, we need another half hour for me to download it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, um, I did a song. That was pretty funny. This is, uh, uh, all right, let's do, not, uh, this is not an original. Is that, should I do that one? That's, did you ever do a version of They Call Me the Fireman? Did no, you ever I do that? that. I, I, uh, the I, George I, Strait I, song. I might write that. I was thinking about... Uh, they shot the sheriff. Uh, they call me the fireman. That's my name. All right, so here's the story behind this. Uh, he, I think he wants I told to you, do this I, song called I'm Checking Out. This is a song by... It uh, was written by Shel Silverstein. Okay. Um, Shel Silverstein, like yep. the book? The Giving Tree, yeah. The Giving oh Tree. Oh, my God, he I love him. He wrote a lot him. of music, Shel did. He, oh. he wrote a lot of music. Uh, he did a lot of children's books. Yeah. Uh, and he and he did a lot of kind of funny, you know, songs, the solidarity D and things, you know, silly things like that. But he wrote this song. I heard. I didn't even know it, but I I had heard the song in a movie called Postcards from the Edge. Meryl Streep sang a version of this. And what a great movie! Yeah, just to uh, to put to give it a little background. Uh, my wife had just passed away. She unfortunately had. Um, Breast cancer. We were married for 29 years. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, but she had a fantastic attitude about life, and she she ne- she was never a down person. And when I heard this song, I just felt like, you know, this is what she was thinking about. I'm checking out. So I I, I did a cover of this song. Uh, it's a different version than, than Meryl Streep did, but I hope you like it. Ours is better. 
<laughs> sorry, Meryl. That's how you do it. That's, that's my record executive right Meryl's there. Meryl's daughter is actually hours. in town, and she was our guest last week, so we're going to be really careful. Oh, yeah, sorry. So, okay. Uh, his version's better. You just... Okay. That's a beautiful story, though. Thank you. That is. You're listening to Lunch on the Deck. Tonight, and I packed my bags and I paid my bill, and I'm turning in my key. And if those sad sacks down in the lobby ask for me, just tell. Heartbreak Hotel 
sorry for that because that ending was really cool. Yeah, it was. Yeah. All right, where are you? There Ralph you are. would appreciate it if you let him finish the song. I know. <laughs> I know. Well, I didn't know. That's okay. Right. There you go. That's that sounded okay. great, Ralph. It Thank really you. did. People don't know that Shel Silverstein had a very good sense of humor and wrote a lot of those types of very funny story type songs. Yep. No, he did. He yeah. Did. Wait, I need a name just while you're chatting. Give me the name of the next song you want to play from here. Uh, from our list? Yeah. Yeah. We'll play another well, one of your songs. Why don't we play uh, Time Passing? Well, I was going to say Don't Blame the Margarita, Senorita, but maybe it's not late enough in the day for that one. Don't Blame the Margarita, Senorita. All right, good. Just keep talking. Well, we had a little Margarita guy on the radio station. Yeah, we so, had a little you know, Jimmy Buffett stop in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, <clears throat> when people come over to my house... Um, I've been making margaritas for years and years and years, and they always ask for a margarita. So, uh, and they're quite strong, so I always give them a warning. Uh, so I decided to write a song about it. Is that what, okay, good. Yeah. All right, so there you go. We're all loaded to go. We're all loaded to go. You now, anything this else was recorded in your studio. Yes, sir. You're on this also? Yes, sir. And you got all, where did you get all these pickers from and all these uh, musicians from? Well, that's, I don't know, one of the great things, I guess, about being in New York, being in the studio business, but I always have the opportunity to hire really good players. So I've met a lot of these guys over the years, and uh, when I have now, something fun, I, I bring them in. Mark, you were saying you were, you've done these radio junkets uh, in, the, in the past, morning shows and do all that to promote records. What records were you doing back in, in those days, and when was that? Well, in 1996, I was in a band that was signed to Interscope. Uh, the band was called Thalia's Dog, which is, you know, kind of one of those post-punk sort of era bands, I guess. Right. But um, we, we opened for Radiohead and, and those kind you know, uh, the Gin Blossoms and those kinds of bands. And, and we were touring around doing a lot of the radio interviews for that record. Your stuff's still on, on Spotify and up on the uh, you know YouTube? What? And where is it? It was right before all that started happening. Yeah, and yeah. I, I, I know it's kind of weird, but I'm actually kind of happy it's not up there. <laughs> <laughs> the last thing you look like to me, Mark, is a punk rocker. Yeah. The last Seriously. Thing. You know, Sid Vicious, you don't got that look. <laughs> I guess that's a compliment. He's a handsome man you know, who looks like a record uh, studio executive, actually. And... Uh, well, thank you. You know, and Ralph looks like he, he you know, he's, he's going to sell me, uh, uh, you know, something with a hedge fund <laughs> attached to it. Or a set of golf clubs. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. No, I noticed you had a set of golf clubs in the office over there. Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. They're lefties, though, but if you can, you can, whack, you can hit it, you know, if you can whack it like Phil, you know, you can use those clubs. Exactly. Yeah, so. Here we go. Don't All blame right. the margarita. Yeah. Senorita. 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 Here we go. I called you this morning. You had your head in your hands. You said your body was aching and that you doubt you could stand. But what was the reason that brought Take it easy or you'll wind up feeling queasy. 
question Just what it was that caused you all this pain No, it's never the tequila or the scotch or vodka either It's always just yourself you've got to blame No culpes la margarita, señorita Yo sé que tú puedes gozar Thank you for the warning that time. <laughs> exactly. I didn't mean to cut you off before. Jeez. That was the last thing I wanted to do. You're listening to Lunch on the Deck, 92.1 WLNG. And uh, you guys are awesome. I just feel like we should be having you. All right. We do these Thursdays that we have the band out there, you know. Why can't we have you guys out there? Can you pull your whole group together for us in we August? Could. We could. Well, in August. Hmm. We could try. Yeah, Look we could make you. something happen. Really? Yeah. Wouldn't that be great? I think you guys should. You've got a great sound. Thank you, yeah. That's Thank a you. lot of fun. So what do you do when you're not playing music? <clears throat> I'm uh, taking my kids back and forth to various events that they're involved in. And your kids are quite young. 13 and 8. Yeah, I started pretty late. 13 yeah. and 15. Well, you had to. You had so many careers in you. Well, yeah. So I was 61 when I had my first child. Seriously? Yeah. And yeah. how old was your wife? Well, uh, as I said, my wife, my late wife passed away in 2001, and then um, I was a bachelor for a couple of years, and then I met a, a great gal who was hopefully listening right now, <clears throat> although she may be at the play with my son, uh, and um, one thing led to another, and we said, hey, wouldn't it be great to have a family, and we started, so she's 22 years younger than I am, she's 45. Excellent. So, um Oh, maybe she's 44. I'm sorry. I, 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 I could get in trouble here. Now you hope she's in the play. <laughs> um, no, I, I, I said that wrong. She's, um, she's 54. Yeah, we don't need to Jesus. focus on this. Yeah. Uh, you see, my, I, I went to Warden. My math is not that good. <clears throat> maybe it was a great compliment to begin with. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I thought that was a little young. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. That's okay. <clears throat> All right. Anyway. All right. So that was that. All right, talk to me about Ed Sheeran. Why do you have him on your list? Uh, I think he's fantastic. He's, he, I, I think that's the, the song that you're going to play. Um, perfect. It's perfect. It's just a, it's a great song. Um, uh, my uh, nephew got married in Florida, and they played this song, and it was just, it was perfect. It was uh, perfect. At the wedding. Yeah. All right, good. All right, you're listening to Lunch on the Deck. 921 I found a love for me Darling just dive right in 
Isabella Rossellini and I am with Bill and Jessica at Lunch on the Deck Mangia
WLNG, you've got lunch on the deck, and we've got some live performers. We do. We have Ralph Carvalhal, and we have Mark Christensen with us, and they have music that you've heard. They've recorded, produced music, and now we're going to listen to them play live. And Jessica, I know. I just want to say, we've had a lot of musicians in here. Yeah. Uh, but I've never seen a guitar set up like this. <laughs> Mark's got a 12-string tailor. And Ralph's got one made out of plutonium or something over here. Plutonium. What is that thing? Is that uranium? <laughs> plutonium? Would you, you strike a deal with the Chinese to get that made? What happened here? That, that's a beautiful guitar. It's actually made out of graphite. Graphite? Yeah. There you go. I was up in, um, I was, uh, in the mountains skiing, and I decided I wanted to buy a guitar, and I went into the uh, guitar shop, and they sold me a, a, a beautiful Italian guitar. And when I was leaving, he said, you know, you have to keep this thing moist or you know in the mountains i said well i'm not going to be here all the time he said um well then you might not want to leave it so i came back nor i came back to new york and i went out to um uh, i guess staten island and i said i need a guitar that's impervious to the weather so oh did you go see the mandolin brothers i did okay i did so this is about 15 or 20 years jay you got it from jay I, I guess. I don't know who I was dealing with. But <laughs> you, I, do, you do who you're dealing with. Don't lie to me. Not, but anyway, <laughs> it is. It's, it's, can you actually, can you hear this thing? Yeah. Oh, sure. Oh, okay. We got condenser mics. They pick up everything. It sounds good. You're playing the drums, right? As a matter of fact, we heard you in your car outside. <laughs> okay. So um, we're going to do this. Uh, I wrote this song. <clears throat> Um, I was on the I was on the beach, uh, Cooper's Beach actually, with okay. my lovely wife, and uh, it was in uh, October, and um, it was one of those beautiful late afternoons, and um, I just thought about how nice it was and how nice it was to be with her, and um, and how the season was changing. So this song is really about about that and about seasons. Uh, okay. So, should we go? You do it. Do it. I was taking my mic off so I didn't interrupt. <laughs> <laughs> Crank it up, fellas. Here we go. Mark and Ralph. Down. 
change in the air The shadows get long Birds flying south Try to stay warm The snow starts falling Covers the ground And tracks from the animals Scattered around The seasons come And the seasons go The warm summer air Makes way for snow The cold wind from the north Says winter has come Another season came And another one's done But you can Bet your life you'll always be The only one who can set me free The only one who can ease my mind When life comes raining down Life is returning from a long winter's run And out goes the winter and back comes the sun The seasons come and the seasons pass And some feelings change, but others will last You'll be by my side when this season's done And we'll be together when the new season comes And you can bet your life you'll always be The only one who can set me free The only one who can ease my mind When life comes raining down Yeah, you can bet your life you'll always be The only one who can set me free The only one who can ease my mind When life comes raining down Great. Thank you. Wow, you are a gorgeous <clears throat> piano. Uh, piano. <laughs> Man, I love that piano. Can you play the piano? You can <laughs> you know, Gentlemen, welcome to the portion of the show where we love it at this time where the wheels come off the wagon of lunch on the deck. It just happens. Every You can set your clock. By She's it. beautiful. Like... This is what I love about her because eventually... <laughs> It comes. It, it comes. It came it at one thirty-six today. <laughs> I love you. You I'm are sorry. the best. <laughs> you make the show. I'm telling you. Okay, going back to watching you playing those chords yeah. in twelve string, and it's like, oh my God! One minute you're strumming, then you're picking, and it's beautiful. It really is. You're talented. Well, thank you. Yeah, that's why we need you to come back and do it on stage. Yeah, you should play at the Talk House. Do it on talk the Talk House. house. I told him, I, yeah. I offered him a spot on um, your August 
Um, you know, you do the outside oh, you concerts. Said, oh, on Thursday nights? Yeah. You know, we kind of have that booked. But, I, I mean, know, we but could, you, you could know. have two performers in one night. Oh, sure. He's got a lot of money. He could pay us. Right. <laughs> Mike, come on. Come on. <laughs> pay to play. That was beautiful, yeah, yes. though. We I really should, like that. You put your right. band together and... What we, what we do on Thursday nights is we have a concert series. The concerts are free. You come to Marine Park in Sag Harbor, bring your lawn chair. We, we haul in a stage and lights and sound and everything. We provide it all. And local bands play. And we do that on Thursday nights uh, in the summertime. So put, put your band together and come play. Yeah. I like that. I think that'd be great. Right? Fun to do, for sure. Yeah. All right, good. All right, so we're going to go with another one of your songs. Queen? How about Queen? Don't stop. Who picked that? Uh, I, uh, I, I, I like it. It's great. <laughs> Ralph. I'm sorry. I, I uh, like it. I, uh, you Wyatt? Hmm? You, it was a good song that you picked. Well, it's like at the end of the movie. Don't stop me now. Don't stop me now. Don't stop me now. That's what we're going to go to next. Got it. Sort of. <laughs> okay. Fine. Tonight, I'm going to have myself a real good time. Stop 
92.1 WLNG. You've got lunch on the deck. Still laughing that I actually called your guitar piano. But anyway. <laughs> we spotted the ocean. Nope. Nope. We're going to do that later. But first, you're going to tell me about your song. Well, um, so I think I mentioned that I have two kids, uh, 13 and 15, and they need some inspiration and some direction. So uh, I decided to write a song about what I think is the most important thing in life, which is don't, don't ever give up. Don't ever give up, even when things get tough. So I wrote the song called Never Give Up. Never Give Up. Going around the sun. I've had my ups and downs and I've had my fun. But now my son's journey has just begun. And I know how hard his life will often be. So I'll share some words my dad once shared with me. He said when things go wrong, and they surely will, when the path you've chosen is going straight uphill, when you work and do a job just to pay your bills, quitting is the easy way out. But that's not what life's all about. He said always keep your cool, don't hang out with fools. Most people are fair, but you better beware. And others for free, so always pay your share. And it's not so much whether you win. It's more about not giving in. And when the sun goes down as it does each day, you'll remember these words that I've told you today. No shame in dropping the ball when you play. As long as you pick it back up and never give up.
job just to pay your bills well, Quitting is the easy way out But that's not what life's all about And when the sun goes down as it does each day You remember the words that you tell on that day There's no shame in dropping the ball when you play As long as you pick it back up and never give up You've got lunch on the deck. You had some pretty good guitar players on that song, but who was playing the piano? (laughs) (laughs) It was a nice piano on that. Somebody with a fat head. Bennett Pastor. He's he's a great, great, great player. Great job there, Ralph. Thank you. You wanted that for your two boys. You don't think your life uh, so far in front of your two boys is a good enough example? Well, I hope so, but I, just in case, I thought I'd do yeah. the song. Yeah, I think so too. I'm sure your boys are over there, uh, over there at the rowing center, going. My dad was on the stage with Richie Havens. No, they were like, my dad and, was and a police officer. <laughs> exactly, he was a police officer and a fireman. Top yeah. that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> exactly. Top that. And now he's on the radio. Yes, right. <laughs> What's a radio? Exactly. <laughs> These kids these days. Yeah, right. Exactly. We have Ralph Carbalal is with us, and are you out here year round now? Yes, yes, I am. You are out here. Where do your your kids go to school here? My older guy goes to Southampton High School. Okay. And my younger guy goes to OLH. Oh, nice. Okay. Really nice. Yeah. Well, you know, there's the good schools out here. You know, you're away from all that other stuff, and uh, it's nice to be out here on the East End. I know. Can I just say one? This is terrible. And I can you say one thing? One thing. I know. My son, he's going to hate me for this, but he um, graduated from Tuckahoe last year. Okay. Uh-huh. And he was valedictorian. Oh, that's so sweet. Hey. I'm very proud of you him. You know, so our kids went late. to Hampton Day School until uh, we uh, moved them into the city. And I have to say, they have such incredible memories of yeah. that school. It was very sweet being out here. You yeah. Know? Yeah, I didn't graduate valedictorian. Did you, Jessica? Uh, no, I did not. I didn't graduate summa cum laude. I did. I, I graduated. Did. I, thank you, oh lordy. I, I graduated cum laude, my father, from Boston you? College. And my father said, give me that diploma. I don't believe that. Where does it say that? <laughs> Thanks, Seriously. Dad. Seriously, it was Jeez. just like, no, they were, it was, it was, uh, I graduated from Boston College and the graduation was George Bush. Dora Bush was my classmate. So George Bush at the time came to speak. So A through L was in the auditorium and they got Bush the speaker and I was a Mansell at the time. So M through Z was in the tennis courts. So my parents went to A through L so they could hear Bush. And 
I was down uh, in the tennis courts alone. Just, uh, this is George Bush. I'd like to say strategery. <laughs> it's like, wait, so, so you're not coming to my graduation? Is right. that what well, trying to say? Well, Ralph went to Wharton. Mark, where'd you go to school? Uh, University of Colorado. My dad was an uh, art history professor. So I, nice, I got to go nice. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah. I never graduated from college, but I got to go back and speak at my college, which is a real trip <laughs> at graduation. Did you get an honorary degree? <laughs> yeah. 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 They felt so sorry for me. They threw it in the car as I was leaving <laughs> campus. <laughs> as I drove by, exactly. tossed it in the window. I think you did just fine. Just keep going, pal. You just did just <laughs> yeah, fine. Yeah. yeah. Hey, so, we got another one we'll play from you guys. Uh, time passages? Time passing. T- time, passing. time passing. <laughs> You're yeah. like, time think passages. Al Stewart. <laughs> yeah, Al Stewart. Okay, and tell us about that song. Well, um, you know, when you sit down to, uh, to write a song, well, there's a lot of different ways to write a song. Maybe you do a melody and you say, I want to put some words to it, or you have a thought. This was oh. a quote. Wait a second. That's huh? okay. That's okay. No, uh, I like we're going to no, let you. We're going to let you finish your thought. No, it, it was my fault. I was loading it, which just takes no, a lot. I thought you were just too ex- so excited to play it that no. you. Uh, I was like, uh, no, too. it's time to move it along. Show, that move the show too. along. Wait, can you yeah. cue it up from the very beginning? Oh yeah, yeah. Sure. Sorry, I don't want to miss a beat of yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, I'm sorry, Ralph. So, before we interrupted you, what were you saying? No. I was saying that I, I I wrote a melody that I I really liked, and then I thought about what would I want to say. Mm-hmm. Not only to my kids, but to anybody, and uh, no matter how young or old they are, um, you know, life is short, and uh, that's what this song is about, and, and make the best of it. So it's called Time Passing. That is a good idea. <laughs> Here we go.
with thoughts of the things that could have been. You have to put that in the past, make each new moment last. Today could be the first day of your life. Listening to Lunch on the Deck, 92.1 WLNG. Oh my gosh, I love that song. Your kids are very lucky, Ralph, because you've like, um, you know, put these songs together that are such great pieces of wisdom. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah. And, and, uh, and it's something I feel good about because after I'm gone, hopefully that's not soon, they'll have something. No, you're going to be around for a long time. You end up being yeah, a cop, you know, a fireman. You, You've made it through all that. Cop and fireman type seem to outlive us all for some <laughs> exactly. reason. <laughs> exactly. Not afraid to run into a burning building while Did we're you, all running the other way. Were you way. ever asked to do one of those catalogs or the calendars, fireman cal- calendars? I, I no. think they started those after I Did left. They? I certainly would have been in it. You, I'm, yeah, I'm telling you, you're a very good-looking man. Oh, thank you. Right? Don't okay. you think, Mark? I think so. Yeah. Exactly. Mark keeps getting farther and farther from the microphone. He's like, aren't we done here yet? Well, we do have to go, gentlemen, so we're going to go out no, on, a, on a cover that. tune that you did. Yep. You want to tell us about, you did a cover of City of New Orleans. Yeah, uh, you know, City, just quickly, um, Steve Goodman, who was probably one of the most underrated great guitar players, songwriters, um, uh, did quite a... It's your head. Okay. 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 Anyway, uh, um, he and John Prine from the old days were were great. And uh, the big hit, the one big hit that uh, Steve made was this song, City of New Orleans. And he tried to promote it. He sang it. He tried to promote it. He couldn't get anybody to do it. Make a long story short, he heard Arlo Guthrie was in town. uh, And he... he, um, Yes, he heard Arlo was in town. He heard him at that. So he went to where he was playing, and at the end of the bit, he knew the manager, and he said, hey, would you please talk to Steve? And Arlo Guthrie had no real interest. He says, look, I'll tell you what. You buy me a beer, I'll listen until I finish the beer. Ah. So he played the song for Arlo, and as you know, Arlo Guthrie actually made it a famous song. That was his biggest hit. So we did a cover of it, a little different, you know, a little more train-like, but um, I think you'll like it. All right. Thank you, you guys. Mark Christensen and Ralph Carbolo. You can get (laughs) their music. Some of it is on Spotify. How else can we get uh, the music, Mark? At the moment, that's it. But it's Ralph Carbolo and the Engine Room Band on Spotify. But the rest of the albums are going to be released soon. So be all right. right, And tell us again the name of your studio. My studio is called Engine Room Audio. Okay. All right. So that's where we go. There you go. All right, gentlemen. Thank you very much. Have a great weekend. Thank you so much, you guys. City.
North Central Monday morning rail. Fifteen cars with fifteen restless riders. Three conductors got twenty-five sacks of mail. And all along the southbound Odyssey, the train pulls out of Kankatee and rolls along the houses, farms, and fields. Pets of towns that have no name and a freight yards full of old black men and the graveyards of rusted automobiles. Good morning, America, how are you? Say, don't you know me? I'm your native son.
Jessica Ambrose and Bill Evans. It's Lunch on the Deck on 92.1 WLNG, Sag Harbor, New York. WLNG. All right, the marathon continues. Yes. <laughs> right? Our yeah. chocolate block full Saturday, Lunch on the Deck is going to continue now with Captain Sandy. From below deck, Captain uh, uh, Sandy uh, Yawn is uh, on the it's, show. It's kind of like... Welcome. I, I can't believe you're here in the flesh. Oh, thank you. Thank the, you for having this me. This is so exciting. Well, thanks to my friend Liz Kreitzer. I'm here. Yeah, and Liz, I hear that the reason Liz was here is she won DJ of the... Right? Of, a, of the day. DJ D- of the DJ day. DJ for the day, yes. DJ for the day. She gave a whopping... if it was going to be for a month, a Huge, day. tumultuous amount of money to well, Bay Street Theater to yeah. come to this radio station. Should. She single-handedly is keeping Bay Street alive there you with go. her tremendous donation. There you go. To be a DJ. Yeah. And she was on with Tony Marr. And she said, How hey. was that? Did you have fun? Wonderful. Okay, she, yeah, good. She, and she's Marvelous. got good... She's got, she's got good pipes... And, and good uh, friends. Yeah, yeah, and so you, you know, so she said, "I know Captain Sandy. Captain Sandy's staying at your place here out in the Hamptons. How you like it, Captain?" Oh well, you know, it's kind of small. Um, I expected something bigger. <laughs> you mean her place? <laughs> <laughs> kidding. Oh, yeah, I, I'm yeah, totally yeah, kidding. Yeah, uh, I don't know yeah. if you watch the Kardashians. No, she's but yeah. Have you ever that house on the TV show? Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, you can land a plane in there. Oh really? Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> have a party of 500 people in her back lawn. There yeah. you go. Oh, there you go. All right. So we'll have a concert there or yeah. something. Great. We How's, love that. We could. How's everything going with the show? Well, the show goes on without me. Right. So no matter what, that show exists. Okay. So and what, what segment, like, do you have one coming up? So, yeah, we, we're, well, that's soon to be announced, so I really can't talk about that. Okay. But, okay. You know, oh, of course you can. They're not listening. What the hell? Is Big. I mean, the show's incredible. And you know what's yeah. really great about the show? It reaches millions of people, and it lets them know about an industry that people didn't even know existed. Yeah. Right. That they can work in. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. It really is amazing, though. It's one of those shows. We were talking about it before. It's just when you start. My kids would be watching it, and they're older, but they're watching it. And you walk into the room, and the next thing you know, you're like on the fourth episode. Fourth episode, right. and you can't walk away. Yeah, they you have cannot. the. They know how to do the hook. Oh, they it's are so good. so good at the hook. Yeah. Well, yeah. they build the tension. It just it starts building, and you're like wondering, okay, at some point, the train's coming off the tracks. Yeah. What point is it? Is it at well, the big like, party? Who's it going to be? The staff. And you always want to know who are those couples. Who's yeah. going to end up yeah. to be hooking up with yeah. the other? Who's sleeping yeah. with? Yeah. And then yeah. who's going to be a troublemaker? There's always oh, one yeah. troublemaker, right? Yeah. Yes. And you know, it's unlike the corporate world where if you, um, you know, hook up with someone you work with, you're fired. Yeah. Imagine if that happened in the yachting world. We'd have no crew. <laughs> exactly. You would have thrown everybody off the boat they and would you got nobody left. Okay. Right? So one of the things that intrigues me on the show is uh, my husband's a chef. We own a restaurant. And the chef on that show seems to always be really a big part of the drama, right? You know, chefs, well, you're, you, yeah. know, you know. Okay, so they are artists. <laughs> they are artists. They are emotional. <laughs> and they also, I agree with them, if they don't, if the food leaves the galley yeah. and it's not presented in the way it left, I, oh, would, yeah. I would be upset too. Oh, completely. I mean, I've seen it happen in our restaurant. You know, I mean, that's their, 
they want it to end up at the table the That's way right. it's supposed to be. And also hot, right. timely. And no matter what, don't have frozen fish. I don't know if you remember that episode with yes, Tom. Exactly. Yeah. I wanted to take that fish and beat him with it. Exactly. Yeah. But the reality is, it's like, don't you have steak? Like, is there another alternative? <laughs> I'm sorry your fish is frozen, but how am I going to solve your problem? Seriously. Exactly. Yeah. Well, and the other thing is, is I'm always amazed by how many theme nights you can have on the show. You know what I mean? You're on a boat. Yeah. How many things, props do you have to have these theme nights? It's incredible. Boats spend a ton of money on props because think about it. Like you have people chartering for a week. They could spend up to a million dollars. They want to make it festive and yes. fantastic. And, and a lot interesting. Of have birthdays, weddings, yeah. you know, and anniversaries. Different every night. Hang on a second. A million dollars? Oh, yes. Well, yeah, so yes. Yes. Expl- yeah. Exp- explain that. Well, some are, some boats are 200000 for a week. Plus, you add 30% on top of that. Some are 550000 Some are a million. Some are yeah. $1.5 million for yeah. a week. Do you see the lot of cash that they got yeah. at the yeah. end of that? Yeah. Yeah. That always fascinates me. We used to get me. a lot more cash before 2008. I'm just saying. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. But it is a wad of cash. Like, yeah. I just love that moment when they hand you the cash. Yo, I love that. We all do. do. All right, yeah. another I'm looking thing. at that like, I'm going, IRS. This is where I don't let that ruin. No, uh-uh. no, no. I don't even go no, there. It's cash. Okay, one other thing. I know, I know we should be going to music, but I have another question. The other thing I love is when you're prepping for the guest and you talk about what they've written on the sheets. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That's great. Those yes. are awesome. They are awesome because you want, and you want the crew to know who's coming, yeah. what the expectation is. And I will share this. Americans are very clear about what they want and their expectation, which for us makes it easier. Other nationalities, they're not so clear and they don't want to, you know, interrupt us or disturb us, which isn't really the way to do it. Like, be clear so we can provide. Did you so not, that you get did everything you, not, you want. No, I wanted the flat water as opposed to the sparkling <laughs> water. Was you so not good. paying attention to my, my, my needs? For you, say, do you captain? know how many voices he's got? Are, you a, a, are you a real captain or are you like Captain Crunch? Well, <laughs> you know, there are some Captain Crunches out there. But I, I'm not one of them. <laughs> You're, you know, you're a real deal captain. I've seen you yes. operate the boat. Uh, you you the are real good. deal. How long is that boat? One eighty five. So uh, the biggest one I've ever run was one ninety six. Oh, that's massive. Taller than your tower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Tower's one sixty five. Wow. All right, so we have to go to some of your music. Your music's Walk great. Walk on the ocean, which seems it's so appropriate. They ever let you? So. They ever yeah. let you pick the music on the boat? Well, uh, when we film, we don't play music. But right, but I'm saying like for entertainment yeah, or so for I the crew, iPod, crew party, you know, you Absolutely. get to be the DJ. Yes. Yeah. Yes, we pick the music. All right, so tell me about this song, Walk on the Ocean. Well, it's just fitting. And in yeah. my early career days, like I played that song all the time because all I wanted to do was walk on the ocean. Walk on the ocean. You spotted the ocean. I belong there. The head of the trail.
Joshua Raiden, and you're listening to On the Deck with Jessica and Bill, and I can't wait to come and play some of these songs live for you in East Hampton. Jessica and Bill with Lunch on the Deck. on the deck and that is treat her like a lady and as you say treat the boat like Like a a lady lady. right absolutely yeah so you take care of it captain sandy have you ever made anybody walk the plank (laughs) i've wanted to (laughs) like a lot of the crew yeah Uh, yeah, you know what there was somebody you really didn't like no listen besides (laughs) below deck i have been known to throw the chef's luggage to him on the dock (laughs) as we were pulling off so yes you're not quite the plank but Okay, so when people charter the boat, do they know that they're going to be filmed the whole time? Yes, and Liz can speak to that because she was a charter client. And can you get into the microphone there, Liz? 
I'm when, here. Hi, Liz. Hi. Um, all right. So before your DJ career, yes. um, when you went on Below Deck. Yes. <laughs> it was about four years ago. Okay. Sandy kind of talked us into it. Um, I have to say... I was nervous the entire time because you are mic'd up and filmed even when you're in the bathroom. Oh, God. I mean, this thing is real. Yeah. And I've never experienced anything like this before. Ooh. And, you know, it's one of those things where you don't know what it is till you get there. Oh, yeah. And when you're in it, it's almost too late. Well, and you're also terrified how they're going to edit it. Of course. Yes. Uh, you're a very brave person. We Liz. we were really calm. We were so calm they only gave us one show. Usually the charter guests one get one episode. Yeah, one episode. They I'm get sure. two. Yeah, because you didn't give them enough meat. <laughs> we didn't do anything. I mean, the the big tagline was my partner said the wine is warm, and okay. that was the most dramatic thing we did. <laughs> no wait. So yeah. and how many people did you? We were five. Five of you. Yeah. Okay. All right. Small group. So yeah. n- none of, like, when you watch, let's say, Sunset on Netflix, you know, have, you, have you watched that about the, the realty uh, office in yes. uh, California? Yeah. You know, it's the Oppenheim realty. I, I was glued to that. Absolutely glued to that. Okay. But, because, but I thought a lot of this cannot be real. It's real. Because your stuff on the boat is real. Nobody, it's real. Nobody's a plan. No, I, we're not actors. So. No. Yeah, it's total I reality. The, I think the Real like Housewives is all real, too, because it's literally, I mean, everyone said it. You're fed alcohol. Well, it's like a lot of people on boats. That's what they do on boats is drink, right? So I think that's where you get so much of the drama. Right. Yeah, and they're relaxed, and they're having a good time, and they forget the cameras because we have the fourth wall. So when you have the fourth wall, you're not communicating with the camera people. You What's forget the fourth the, wall? It's like an invisible wall. If the camera people have a conversation with you, they're fired. Like, you can't communicate with the cast because they want that wall to be invisible, and then you um, forget they're there. Yeah, Many yeah, yeah. times I've forgotten they're there. Yeah. yeah. Just watch the TV. TV show. How did you get hooked up? How did you get hooked up with the TV show? It came to me, it fell in my lap. The showrunner, we had a mutual friend, and she's like, You need a woman captain, and next thing you know, I got a call. Because you had the the other show is the the motorboat, the the huge motor yacht. Yours is a sailing. No, uh, I'm not on sailing. I'm on the Mediterranean. She's on the Mediterranean you're on. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Captain Glenn is the sailing. He does the sailing. I don't sail. I don't, I don't remember well, that. I don't, blame, I, I don't blame you. I'm not a, a sailor either. No, I mean, I would. There was an episode I, that I watched that you were really, you really didn't like this person, and you could tell. I don't know. You don't. You don't you remember. You mean if someone upset me? I don't not like anybody on yeah. the show. Okay. At not all. like, but there was somebody that you were just like. You know, when you're a captain and you have crew that are insubordinate, it yes. can't happen. Because you go to sea, you have lives on, on, you know, on board that exactly. you're responsible for. You need, yeah. the, you need that respect for the, the, the position. Yeah. They don't have to respect me as a person, but the position they have to and if they don't do that then i can't rely on them or trust them to do their job yeah and so um okay <laughs> do you get the say, idea i want to show say, you I, I suggest anybody who's listening here around the world they can see you on the camera right there and you should do one of these trips you see the world in a totally different way when you're on water it's unbelievable. Would you do one of these with them being mic'd up the oh, whole time? Oh, absolutely. You would? Oh, yeah, because you know what I would do? I'd go down in the engine room 
unplug a few little things. <laughs> they would probably throw you off the boat. <laughs> I don't know how long you know. I like, st- no, like, I don't like, think very long. That, there's, a, there's a leak in the head. <laughs> no, we've had no, a few I of was, those. Yeah, I bet. Oh yeah. Yeah, but yeah. no. Wait. So the accommodations they look tight. Okay, and that's one of the things that always scares you about going on a boat. But your accommodations, I mean, the guests look really nice. How, what are your the accommodations? The crew are tight. The, uh, you know, we get older boats because okay. the new boats don't want to charter to us. Rightfully so. <laughs> the bigger uh, boats have, you know, laws have changed. So the cabins are bigger. Mm-hmm. Uh, the older boats, they're smaller. My okay. cabin's big. There's, You know, yes. Okay. So you're not all sprunted. And the chief engineer is usually in the back by the engine room and he has a decent cabin. Okay. And then um, how many days are you out there? We film for six weeks. But in my career, being a captain, we begin in May with the Cannes Film Festival, roll into the Monaco Grand Prix, and we don't finish until September uh, for the Monaco Boat Show. And then we all head to the Caribbean. And then the season starts again yeah, in the Caribbean. Yeah, the Caribbean in the wintertime. Yeah. Oh, my God. It yeah, isn't it great? So, it my, really does. We yeah. follow the sun. Yes, I love yeah. So do I. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> how, many, how many tons can you operate? Um, 3,000. Oh. That's Seriously. awesome. International. That's awesome. 1,600 domestic. That's All right, awesome. let's go to your next song, uh, Leah Ray. Yeah, so Leah, let me tell you about the song. Yeah. yeah. Is my girlfriend who, uh, this is Dolly Parton's song, she remade this song with Dolly Parton's uh, band and music director, and this is her version of Dolly Parton's original song. And she's your girlfriend. She's my girlfriend. Get out. Yeah. Okay. Is she here now? No, she just left. Oh. This morning. Oh, I'm sorry. Get me. out. Get out. <laughs> yeah. All right. So this is but a little. <laughs> yeah. Was that weird? Oh, I loved Get it. Out. No, no, it's great. Ninety-two-one. Do it again.
Luann de Lesseps. The Countess says you are listening to royalty with Jessica and Bill on Lunch on the Deck on 92.1 WLNG. If there's one thing in my life that's missing, it's the time that I spend alone. Sailing on the cool and bright clear water There's lots of those friendly people They're showing me ways to go But I never want to lose their inspiration Time for
92.1 WLNG, you've got lunch on the deck with Cool Change, Liver, Little River Band. See, it gets to the point in the day where I need, like, this is where, coffee. That's what I need. Yeah, this is where she calls it the Little Liver Band. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, the other guy, did you hear us in the last hour? The guy was playing the most beautiful guitar, and I went, you play that piano. <laughs> <laughs> I did hear that. Yeah. I was, yeah. Oh, <laughs> this is the, that to me, that to me <laughs> exactly. is the best part of the show. You know, when we, we, had, we had Winona Judd on the show, and she called her Winona Ryder. Oh, and I no. said, you know, Miss Judd has never stolen anything from a department store. Exactly. No, seriously. Like, insert foot. It's just what it I It happens. Yeah, so exactly. Anyway, yeah, so no, Little that's Ribble. That's the best part of the show. You're the best. Little River Band. Yep. Uh, tell me about that song. Well, I don't know. I grew up with it. Cool change. Yes. I felt like when I got sober, my life went through a cool change, and it reminds me of that. Did you grow up on doing boats? Little started with little boats with the big boats. Or I, what did no, you do? I didn't. I, we grew up water skiing. Yeah, uh, but we never were on a big boat. Mm-hmm. I grew up with skis on my feet. Okay, and okay. Um, always had a boat. My dad, my father fished. Yeah, so we did that. And then the yacht world. <laughs> I was an accident, right? So, or not really. It was meant to be. It yeah. was after I got. Oh yeah. I, I stopped drinking. Yeah. And and that's what brought you onto the boats because I have to say that was one of the things when I stopped drinking. Going on boats was a little bit of a trigger. It yeah. Was just you know what I mean because right. you're out there, and it's kind of what you do on boats. I love that you don't. You know. That yeah. You're well, sober. I just drink other things. Yes. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> Right, and I do a lot less to yeah. get me in trouble. Yeah, because I was always in trouble. The show, there, there, the show. There's champagne pouring all the time. Does that ever get to you when you've got yeah. all not that? at all? No, no, exactly. because then I watch the night progress. Yeah, and then yeah. you're like, and then I yeah. go, yeah. 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 that's why. Don't yeah. miss that. This is why. Because <laughs> you show me to the poop deck. <laughs> yeah, and then you know, and uh, my showrunner goes, you know, you never really stay for dinner, like for dessert. I was like, you wonder why? Yeah, yeah, because. Yeah, once I that can't, starts. Because the same conversation keeps happening, and yeah. it's like the loop. I know. It gets a little yeah. boring. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I know. <laughs> I feel your pain. Oh, no. We have so much more in common than you even know. Um, all right. So the next song is the Doobie Brothers. I love this. Yeah. yeah. I feel like we need to open it up and let other people ask questions because Sandy is very popular. Oh, wait a minute. You mean like on the phone? Yeah, I just feel like we should. If anybody is by a phone, sure. Uh, are you okay wants, with that? Yes, Somebody want to ask you a question? Absolutely. Okay, so I feel like we should, right? Don't you think? Should we let you operate the board with the phone? Are you ready for that? Yeah, I'm not sure about that. <laughs> We're gonna see. <laughs> exactly. I, if you had asked me at eleven o'clock, I'd say yes. But by two thirty-two, you're fine. I'm gonna have a cup of coffee. Are you? All, All right. right. I'll make 725 you a cup of coffee. 725-2300. That's the number. This correct. Is a, this is a first. We've never done this. Before. We've never done this. We guess. No. You know. Uh-uh. No. So we're gonna play. We've um, had to lock the door before. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Julie Andrews in here, and there's a line out the door. No. You know. <laughs> So it's like, jeez. So, you should yeah. be on below deck. You exaggerate. No. I should be on below deck. Yes. You should be. I would be out there with the whistle. <laughs> That'd be my job. Wait, uh, what was that captain's name? Uh, Stubing. Stubing. Got it. <laughs> from right, the love first, boat. We're going to go to um, the Scissor Sisters. Yeah, it's a yeah. great okay, song. They're from New York. Yep. Yeah. They have to, we got to play. Bring yeah. your mama some cheap champagne. There you go. I'm I just saying. It's a great this. song. Yes. 
This is it. 92.1 WLNG. Lunch on the deck. Brings you back to Spain in the early 2000s.
92.1 WLNG. You've got lunch on the deck. I am loving your music list, uh, Captain Sandy. It's really good. we got Doobie Brothers coming up next. But first, I was going to ask you, do you ever get sick of having all the cameras around? I mean, you were just, Liz just mentioned that in order to go water skiing, you had how many people out water skiing with you? Two cameramen, two deck crew. And plus the other charter guests. All scheme with you? No, all in a little boat. Oh, yeah, yeah. So it was harder to get out of the water. It took a lot of the engine power. I was, was going to say, you, you're going about ten, 10 knots at that point. Oh, so. my. Yeah. Yeah. The camera's on you. You're trying to get up. Yeah, so yeah that's So what pressure. happens? I mean, you just don't even talk to the cameramen. See, no. I just think that would be so hard. They're right there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're, 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 they're invasive to your life. So you, she, she was saying you do a... Uh, you would uh, know that. Yeah, yeah they, they're just... Sometimes it's just like, please get out of They're the great people, though. No! Look, I, uh, you saw my office. I got, yeah. I got 20 of those, and I could have yeah. never done it without... Uh, right. A camera person, you know, they're my, they're your best friend, really. Yeah. On these, on these shoots, they they become it's all harder. about the angle. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah. you really want to be nice to them. Yeah. So then yeah. they don't show your fat head. <laughs> <laughs> Just they never. It's not going away. They don't, they don't know that story. <laughs> it's a good one though. Jimmy Buffett was on the air with us last yeah. week, <laughs> and Bill posted a video. Which should have yeah. been it's rave that, reviews. As you see that camera angle right there, right? You yeah. See the, you see the back of Jessica's yeah. head when she turns this way. <laughs> yeah. So uh -huh. you know, people on the internet are cruel. Yeah. You know, on, on these websites and on, on our no one way. of our social media <laughs> Poor pages. Stupid. They're cruel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on. They said we love Jimmy Buffett and we love Jessica. How do we get her to move her fat head? Oh. oh. And yeah. see. Yeah. That, that's just wrong. Yeah, yeah, that's just wrong. Yeah, it's funny. It's hard. But it, so that's, that's hard. why you need a good cameraman. Sorry. That's right. Sorry, whoever said it, it's never going away. Boy, Jessica, not going to let that no, go. No, we're not letting it drop. No. 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 When Once you call somebody a fat head. Well, because there's so much in there. Terrible. So much Ter funny. Terrible, Brains. terrible. But you don't get any social uh, media email oh. like that, do you, oh. Captain Sandy? No, because Twitter is now gone. It is called X. So yeah, it's let's X. Let's just say. And I went over to, you know, threads. So. You did? Oh, yeah. Okay, so do you get nice messages, mean messages? Well, you know, it's a mix. Yeah. But you know what I do with the mean messages? I let the fans go after them. I don't engage. Because oh, they for stick you. up for you. I didn't see anybody sticking up for me on this one. No. I don't know. <laughs> no. I'm going to look well, at that comment well, again. You don't have quite. No, think of it, Bill. You didn't even come back at me for that. You should be on there going, hey, hey, hey. Cool it, guy. She doesn't have a fat head. All right, I'll go on there. I'll go on there. I wish you would. I'll go on there today. Yeah, you yeah. know, you should have my back. Yeah, I should. And my fat head. I, yeah, and your fat <laughs> There's no way I'm going on there. <laughs> Okay. Anyway. I just ignore it. I, you know, I didn't, even, I didn't even see it. Yeah. I, I posted the video. I thought lots of nice things. I, I thought you looked great. Yeah. And I, and I just, I left it. Oh, good. You okay. Know? Yeah. All right. How did I know that somebody was going to come back and be vicious? Uh, I, I don't know. How, how did I know that was going to happen? To someone as sweet and as kind it's as It's hard you. to believe people like that are out there. But so you just ignore them. Do you not look at them? When I see them, I don't read them, okay. so they don't go in my head. If okay. I, if you know, yeah, and then I mean, you you're see the all captain the of the ship. What are they going to come at you I, for? You know, people. Do you ever go out with the crew on their night out? So yeah, yes, I go out on the last night, but in chartering, 
they're going to bed. They're not going out for dinner. That's part of the TV show. Right, exactly. Yeah. Right. But then, so on the last night, though, do when, like, you go out and celebrate with them, yes. and then you'll just And I've say, done that in my career, my entire career. You have? No. Yes. Okay. If, if people who are listening to this, and they're listening all over the world, uh, want a crew on the boat, is, is, it, is it become more popular than ever to try to get onto your boat to be crew? Well, no. Um, the maritime industry is become more popular than ever. And if you want to get a job in the maritime industry, you just need to take one week of a class called STCW, Google it, um, pass a physical and a drug test, and you can go get a job on a boat. That really? Simple. That yes. simple? That simple. And, and then by how the way, do you get on your boat? All medicals paid, one month paid vacation. That's all standard. And you don't really pay for anything. None of your food, nothing. It's a great way to save money. Really? Yes. Yeah. I used to tell kids who interned for me in meteorology, I would say to them, go get on the NOAA ships. They have about 10 of them, uh, the National Oceanic Atmospheric Administration, the, the Weather Service, and they travel the world. And they put kids on, on these boats who are going to meteorology school, and you travel the world. You don't have to pay for anything, and you go... You do the weather forecast. They go out and they do all these studies in the water. They but pull I, up clams and stuff, and they have biologists that look at it. And you're on the boat and I travel the world. I want to be on Sandy's boat. Yeah. Well, that's a that's yeah. a party all the time on that thing. Yeah, yeah. I think that would be fun. I want to get my friends, and we're all going to come on your boat. Yeah, that but sounds it, great. But okay. now crew on that yeah. boat, game. But yeah. but crew on that boat is work because well, you got Tuesdays is what clean the boat. Tuesdays or Thursdays, you got to get a you got well, yeah, to do the railings, and you got to do the and you got to do all that stuff. There's a lot of work. And on we the boat. would tender you ashore. So you wouldn't have to rent a boat to come have you water ski around the boat like your wife had to. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right? Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't be water very ski, gracious. So. Yeah, Sandra water skied around the huge. All right, I'm going to pick. She's good. How many can I bring? As many as you want. Uh, you know, on a charter, it's 12 guests. 12 so guests. Max. All right. Oh, I can't wait. I'm putting the list together. This is going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. And I'm going to make sure I will, I'll be the calm one. Okay. I'm sure my friends are laughing at the thought of that right now. Right. But I'm going to bring character. You know, I'm going to think of good characters. Oh, I, I can name them for you. You want me to name you a few? No, no, no. No, we're not going there yet. Okay. But you know what I, I'm thinking. I know exactly what oh, you're thinking. Oh, I've got a good boatload for you. Yeah, your sister's got to go for one. <laughs> now my sister. Yeah, not... she got a mouth on her. Until <laughs> she gets on the radio. <laughs> that she can't speak. Her sister is a nonstop talker, and we cracked the mic for her to say something about Jessica. She and was, was like, like <gasps> she couldn't speak. Yeah, she was. It uh, was really. I funny. thought she was having a heart attack. I've been doing this for years. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, uh, when's your next? Well, charter? yeah. When's the next you gig? Know. Oh, you can't um, say. No. Okay. Oh. All right. All right. So we're going to listen to the music then instead. Doobie Brothers. What song? What does this do? Bring, just bring back yes, memories yes. for you? All good memories. All good memories. This is a great song. It, it really is. You're listening to Lunch on the Deck. 92.1. Yeah. With we're, Captain Sandy. We're below deck. With we're lunch below on deck. the deck. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. My gosh. Yeah, I like that. Okay. Keep that.
I forgot about that song. Yeah. yeah. It's a great song. You're he's listening a, he's back to 92.1 tour. WLNG. He is? Steve's touring. Can you believe that? It's kind of... No, I can't believe he's that. He's touring. It's kind of weird, though. It's a lot of these play- people, are they're, they're still playing. Like, well, how old is Steve Miller? 72. Okay, that's not old. That's not old. That's not old. Yeah, but, you know, he might need the money. I don't know. <laughs> you, I don't never know. So. Uh, you never know. You never Because, know. look, they can no. never quit. You can't stop. It's I like the it's Rolling Stones. what or, they love to do. The Cher finality tour was five years. <laughs> they don't want to. They they they, yeah, they enjoy playing so much. They don't want to go home. No, yeah. they yeah. want to keep playing. Do you, They'll do one and dones like Steve yeah. doing. I don't believe you're going to quit. Also at sixty five. Well, no, I didn't. Well, uh, Sandy won't be on sale anymore. Okay, Let's got put it, it that way. Okay, okay. Yeah, you know the captain of the Titanic was sort of at the end of his career. When, uh, yeah, Bill. Okay, yeah. Well, I'm Let's just saying it was, he was in, he was in the fire. Be the calm or be the storm. Be this the, is a, be the calm or be the storm. Do you right. have any with you? Um, I do not because okay. I'm traveling to Europe. And well, what do you think she sells them out of the back of her car? <laughs> she might have brought one for me. <laughs> you can get them on Amazon. <laughs> All right, yeah. So. All right. Come on, swing a few shekels for a book I, for crying out loud. I didn't have anything to read on the beach. I'm leaving here in like five yes, minutes. Yes, and, and, and there's a pirate story in there. That's a real story. I had a fire in the Red Sea. Seriously. Uh, rescued by a warship, towed to Yemen. And I, I, I read wow. the, the reviews on it are great. Everything yeah, was like so. a five-star review on that book. Yeah. Well, now it's, I know what to get my friend Jeffrey for Christmas. That's it's awesome. It's Captain Sandy Yawn, Y-A-W-N, and the name of the book is? Be the Calm or Be the Storm. And it's selling well. It's selling well. Well, you're going to sell another copy because I might download it on She's the way to the She's second, second so, in business all, uh, women on Amazon. Seriously? Uh, yeah. Full disclaimer, I had to read the book in three days, so it's my voice. So I I hope you like it. I can't wait. You got to voice your own book. I got to voice my own book. Hey, like it wasn't that. easy. I didn't want to. No, no. It would be oh my god, hard. I wanted to quit oh, so many my times. God. Yeah. Thank God for the singer spray. That stuff works. It's it is really hard, right? It's good I mean, for you. people say why don't because I do a lot of voiceovers and they're like, why don't you do books? I'm like. I can hardly read the books, much less do the voice. Imagine <laughs> reading out loud yeah. for six hours in yeah. a day. It's yeah. really hard. Yeah. Even reading a script's hard, right? Because yes. you do a lot of voiceovers. Exactly. But, I mean, that's How like many? 30 seconds. Yeah, but they're hard. They're not easy. They're Who, not easy. Who's your you publisher? Redo yep. it. Redo it. Because yeah. you're like, well, I you're can do that better. acting, you know, you have to convey so much with your voice. You know what I mean? When yeah. you're trying to convey emotions where people aren't looking at your facial expression... You don't realize how hard that is to do, you know? Yeah. yeah. And your publisher wanted you to do that. Who's, yes. your, who's your publisher? Hay House. See, I had McMillan, and they told me, do not voice your book. Yes. <laughs> and you, you, I'm sure, read Louise Hay, right? Yes. So for me, it was so fitting, all the books I read yes. when yeah. I got sober, that actually yes. her house would publish my book. Yeah, I think that's yeah. incredibly cool. All that's right, good. I'm going to read about yeah. I'm so excited. That's what I'm going to yeah. download on the way to the beach. There we go. All right. So, um, and what are you doing? You're just here on vacation for a little bit. Yes. Uh, the calm before the storm. The calm before yes, the storm. absolutely. Because now you have to go do publicity. Yes. And this is for the a live show. We're doing a live show in the United Kingdom, doing five cities. We sold out one show, so we added another one. Wow. And yeah, it's pretty cool. Like with New Frame Productions. But how many people, wait, you're alone on stage? So no, there's a host. Okay. Um, Riyadh, and then he, it's like interview style. Okay. We take questions from the audience, and then Leah sings. So Leah opens. Uh, oh, good. So you're going to be with Leah. Yes, of oh, course. Oh, I'm so happy. Yes. Okay, nice. that's yeah. good. 
It's pretty cool. See, we're going to get Leah on the show, too. We're, we're going to do that. Yeah. We're going to do a little work here with Liz. She knows a lot of people that can get us. Uh, yeah. I think so, here. too. Yeah. I know. I'm going to hang out with Liz. You we're going to play pickle together. Colin should, do, Colin should do all his swag with Liz. That's what she does. Swag. Yeah. She Loves marketing. She bumper stickers, T-shirts, uh, every everything imaginable. All That's right. what she does. We'll yeah. talk. Yeah. She's gonna, oh, she, see? Okay. Kreitzer Marketing. Kreitzer. Kreitzer Marketing. Kreitzer Marketing. She's got cool stuff. Look at that. She really does. All right. So, unfortunately, we have to say goodbye because now Mandy's coming in, which she's got such a fun show, but uh, it's Bill's and My Time Is Up. So, you're going to be in the UK on stage being interviewed. Well, yeah. So, it's like a... Yes, I guess it would be an interview. Do you ever watch the Andy and Anderson show? Sure. It's sort of like yes. that. Yeah. But yeah. I have, uh, um, oh my gosh, Raya. Wait, I have a question though that you just brought up. Did you ever, have you ever done Late Night with Andy Cohen? I've been on Watch What Happens Live. Is That's the same thing, right? Yep. Yes. Yep. Yes. 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 It's killing Liz that we haven't given her a microphone. <laughs> it is killing her. Liz, Next time you get a microphone. Liz is a okay. one-woman show. She, she really she's is. Judy Dench. No, you know, exactly. She's no, a one-woman show. Is, no matter where she goes, she's in the center. She's, yeah. And it's it. not like on purpose. Yeah. It just happens. It just happens. It's not yeah. like that's not her intention. Not it's yeah. just... A gravity that grabs. I like and it. And then everybody gravitates around Liz. Okay. Yeah. Because she's so fascinating. Yeah, yeah. I like it. Well, okay. Liz is going to do uh, like a DJ thing on the show here. Yeah. Well, we're also going to play Pickle, so... <laughs> That's so your there. next thing, right? You're going to market pickle pallets, pickle pallets, pickle paddles, whatever you're doing. Pickle paddles. Yeah. Pickle paddle, piddle paddle. Yeah, that's right. I'm so behind. That's right. Yeah. Captain Sandy, thank Captain you for coming. Captain Sandy! Thank you. Awesome. We're going to go out with the Almond Brothers. From below like deck. Yeah. All, right. All right. Mandy's next, ladies and gentlemen. Have Thanks a great weekend. Thanks for letting us tag along. We put out a lot today. A lot. Yeah, right? that's right. We like to put our stuff out there. <laughs> when you say it, it just sounds wrong. It is so right. <laughs> 92.1WLNG, thank you so much for letting us tag along. We're live and local all weekend long. Stay with us. Your banter's funny.